Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another podcast. I am supposed to Mike. We got a full house today. I got the whole squad in here. Whatever happened to predictability? <laughs> Mailman, paperboard, <laughs> evening TV. <laughs> full house. Podcast Poppy fired up today. R.I.P. Bob Saget. R.I.P. Bob Saget. Oh, yeah, rest in peace. Rest in peace. Full house. <laughs> Enoch, Roz in the building. James, the butcher's coming. The butcher coming? We're here. We're here. <laughs> What's up, fellas? How we doing? How we feeling? Great. Doing good, man. Glad to be here. Fantastic. On this superb owl week. Fantastic. Yeah, Mike. I I personally (laughs) feel great because that means we're a game away from the NFL season being completely over for me. I feel amazing. Fantastic. (laughs) Ecstatic. Fuck this guy. I'm like on edge, yo. I'm on edge. Damn, you going to a party this weekend? I might. I might. I might. Um, Everybody's celebrating the Super Bowl. You're like, I'm celebrating the season being fucking done. Being done. Soon as the soon they chicken dip. Soon as they drop the confetti. Shots, anyone? Shots. Celebrate. Who's your team? Is this your team? Shots on me. Let's go. <laughs> It is definitely coming to an end. It's been a long. When is the season starting? August, September, late August. Mm, it has been a long road. Who are you but, telling? Yeah, <laughs> it has been a long season, uh, but we are finally down to two. Then there was two. My man Von Miller, Matthew Stafford, and the Rams going against. Joe Burrow. Joe Shiesty. The newest member, the newest invitee to the cookout, Joe Burrow. Joe Gritty. Joe Gritty. <laughs> Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow. And, and, and them Cincinnati Bengals. <laughs> who, as we speak right now, I don't know if you guys have, Dylan, you might have to update. The last time I checked, the Rams were still a two and a half point favorite. But I'll give you an update as we're doing it live. See what the live line is, but let's keep going. But that is going to be we're gonna to get to our predictions in a moment, but my first question for the guys is They're a four point favorite now. Oh, it's moved up to four. Well that leads right into the question. Should the Rams be the favorite considering how hot the Bengals are? They got they um <sighs> I'm speaking on this, and I'm not the football okay? guy. But prior, <laughs> prior, he, he to, um, but prior, I, well, it's I guess it's an obvious take for me. But prior to today's news about the relocation of the Super Bowl, <laughs> <laughs> it should have been home cook a home cooked meal for LA. So, but, I think um I I think Joe Burrow's gonna get it done. Oh, spoiler! James starting out hot. <laughs> I think he's gonna get it done. Icy Joe. Icy Joe. I, I think right. the a four point spread is ridiculous. 
Like I, I, I could see the Rams being the favorite by like one and a half, two, two and a half. Like that's cool. A four point spread is just weird. Like where four, are they pulling I mean, this out? Yeah, that's, I mean that's basically you're saying they're gonna win by a touchdown. Like you have, you literally have to win by a touchdown or a field goal and some random safety, which which wouldn't I mean, put it past this Bengals offensive line. <laughs> I know, but, I know. But I, I don't know. I favorite, yeah, I get it, but I don't know, man. That that Rams defense really only has one corner, and this Bengals offense has like three wide receivers. That, that one really look, well, yeah. That, but those trenches, dog, them trenches. I've seen Joe Joe Shiesty get killed multiple right, times this year. Come back right. and get and killed still again, win. and still come back, rise out of the ashes like he's the Phoenix. And I know, but ass. we talking about the Rams. Like I'm, I'm nervous about this game because, it, like the Niners, have, I the Niners have a very good line in my opinion, but even they couldn't hold up the whole game. Eventually, by the fourth quarter, them boys started getting tired. When you dealing with Donald and Miller bum rushing you in your face all game eventually you're just gonna get tired but joe Bengals- is one of those guys that like i th- i think he's become like mythical in this season <laughs> and like but, four games that he played in but, his career hold- that he's just become this mythical figure no but hold this, on like, a second do it all. i don't think it's just that you know cut and dry dealing because again you think about the titans game the titans the Bengals didn't beat the titans the titans beat the titans Ryan Tannehill lost in that game. They got to Joe Burrow like it was nobody's business. It was like seven or nine sacks. Jeffrey nine. Simmons was – Yeah, nine, nine sacks. Jeffrey Simmons was feasting like it was nobody's business. I saw it was Thanksgiving out there how much he was eating. All right? <laughs> Ryan Tannehill doesn't play like a complete and utter bum. The Titans win that game. Three picks. That, he, literally just th- he literally threw them out of the game. All right? So, again – we're talking about the Rams. Matthew Stafford is a clear upgrade over Tannehill. But Matthew Stafford also has a habit of throwing himself out. But of not game. as bad though. It, it can get it, it can get inexcusable sometimes, but it's not as bad. But I think you saying that Tannehill lost Tennessee the game discredits Joe Burrow leading an offense to score twenty four points. Come on, Dylan, you saw that game. I did I see think, that game, but you I can't discredit it, Joe Burrow. I think it discredits the Bengals' defense because they actually played very well. They did. So, and like, we can talk about Tannehill throwing that game away, which he did, and I'm on record saying Tannehill's a bum, especially when we beat that ass like a drum. <laughs> oh, God. Counter again. I haven't been able to say that in three weeks. But, like, you can't discredit a guy, the quarterback leading the team down the field to put up points, even after getting sacked nine times. That just yeah. means their defense stepped up. And they stepped up in that game, and then they stepped up against the Chiefs in the next game, and they could keep stepping up, man. You, they just beat the best quarterback in football, held that team to, what, three points in the second half mm-hmm. of that game after letting out 21, and they came to play. And then Joe Burrow again comes down, leads the team down the field, put more points up on the board. Like, he's put himself in this, like, category of just like, man, when times are down – I think I want Joe Cur- Joe Burrow leading the way. I want to before you go, Roz. I I I want to please get. I'm not disrespecting this man and comparing him to, to, to but because he's way better. But this really has that Joe Flacco, unbelievable type of run. I know that Burrow 
already we can tell is way better than Flacco. But that run that Flacco went on that year, I still have <laughs> never, maybe Nick Foles, but I've never yeah. seen anything like some a quarterback getting that hot and playing out of his body and above his head. Joe Burrow is playing out of his mind. I, I don't know if he's this good. Like, this is otherworldly good that he's playing right now. And I don't so, know if he's that good or if he's, no, he just, is. he's no. just really hot right he, now. He is. Uh, when so you played oh, – I'm sorry. Go ahead. My bad. Uh, I mean, yeah, you, you go ahead. You go ahead. No, he, no, he is. Again, when you're playing this well with that little protection, again, at the end of the day, you start shoring up that line and then you give him that time. Not that he's shown us he's shown us you don't even need the time, if we're gonna be completely honest. Now you give him that time and it's just like watch out. <laughs> it's just pretty much watch out. You look at the AFC North, the Steelers, they're looking for a quarterback right now. They don't know yet. You know, I've seen Mike Tomlin going to these, you know, places, checking some guys out and whatnot. Um the Ravens, hopefully they bounce back. They could be a threat. The Browns, Baker Mayfield, no. You know, so realistically, <laughs> the only challenge to the Bengals is going to be Baltimore next year. You know, so the Bengals are going to be a threat for quite some time. Yeah, I, I mean, like, a Joe Burrow, like, man, I, I, I just haven't seen someone that, like, how do you not beat out Dwayne Haskins? Yeah, it's just like, like, because we're looking at Joe Burrow, and Joe Burrow has otherworldly talent like there's not a time since he transferred out of ohio state that joe burrow hasn't been quite honestly the best player let alone the best quarterback on the field at any given time that he stepped foot on the field we saw him probably orchestrate one of the best heisman seasons like you know what i'm saying the greatest season a quarterback has ever played in college football history and and dominate like dominate and then you see him go against get drafted number one overall hometown kid all that pressure that comes with that and he was on pace he was throwing up crazy numbers as a rookie he was, he was throwing 50 times a game he was having he was, a good rookie year though he was throwing up crazy numbers and i have no doubt had he not been injured he would have won rookie of the year that year but again or is acl we're trying to figure out, okay, we don't know what we got. We saw some flashes. We saw a lot of stuff happening. What does he do? Comes in. Obviously going to win comeback player of the year. Not an issue if he hasn't won it already. And then he just goes on a run, and now we're talking about him being in the Super Bowl. And now we're talking about him being possibly the third ever player, quarterback, to win a national championship. You know what I'm saying? like, And also win – the Super Bowl, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's just absolutely insane. Like, I watched the guy play, and I'm like. player ever to win a Heisman, a Natty, and a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. And I'm just sitting here like, this is crazy. Like, I'm just like, are we like, is, is he the greatest? Because we talk about Aaron Rodgers, and we talk about Tom Brady, and then, like, I don't know if I think when Aaron Rodgers went on that run, when he won, like everybody's like, oh, Aaron Rodgers is like the best throw of the football in the league. Joe Burrow is not going anywhere anytime soon. 
You know what I'm saying? Like the dude got drafted to get 22. Like he brings he brings a championship to to Cincinnati. Greatest Bengal I mean, of all time. He's I mean to me. He's to the me, greatest Bengal of all time. I, I'm gonna say that. It's I'm Chad, gonna say that. And then, and the, here's Joe, and then it's Chad. I'm gonna say that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say that. No offense to Boomer. No offense to Boomer. No offense to any of those guys. I know there's some, you know, like nah, Carson he's Palmer. Already, he's already passed. He's Carson. better than Carson. He's already passed. He's better than Carson. Carson. Like you know, but I think the Andy Dalton. Kudos, kudos to the Bengals. You know, kudos to the Bengals because they, you know, everyone was yelling about, oh, they got Joe Burrow killed. They need to go pick a lineman in the first round, and they said we're gonna choose the undeniable talent over not just the need because Sewell's having a great, a great, a great job. He did a great job last year in this year past in Detroit, but Jamar chase is an absolute generational talent. I mean, like he's a generational talent and um, two generational talents who have already have a chemistry. Him him and and Joe Burrow are literally already have a chemistry. (laughs) And here they yeah. are for the next forever. T. Higgins was was like we're talking about. We just we don't even talk about T. Higgins and T. Higgins was like what we talk about. Justin Jefferson was when he we stepped on on the scene too. So now you have legitimately three absolute one number one receivers on that team. Just just and can play any any one of the positions X Y and slot. I don't know what you do. And then Joe Mixon finally decides I'm going to be the Joe Mixon guy. That was in Oklahoma, and now, 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 all bets are off, right? I don't know how you. That's the greatest show on turf to me. I mean, like, no offense to the Rams from before, like, I don't know how you stop them. Like, as good as LA's line is, as good as you know, what I'm saying, like, you know, like Jalen Ramsey is, is I don't believe the second or third cornerback is as good as Tyler Boyd. Here's a question. Or T. Higgins. <laughs> Here's a question though, because I'm glad you brought that up. Who who you think who you think is gonna win that matchup between Chase and uh, Ramsey? Ramsey, no, uh, Chase. I think Chase wins that matchup. Well, I'm gonna go Jalen Ramsey only because my man Bryce Hall is not as good as Jalen Ramsey, and Bryce Hall won that matchup against Jamar Chase. Oh my! I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna <laughs> say that. Um, you know, to make a long story short. I am actually going to go with the Rams to win only because of the home field advantage. Oh, only because what home field advantage? Yeah, I'm 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 saying I'm going to go with the Rams um, because go with the Rams. Put the graphic up. Yeah, (laughs) LA, 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 right? And it's only because I have actually seen Aaron Donald. We've seen him on that stage, and he showed out. That that defense showed out. If that defense comes up, Joe Burrow just he'll you're not expecting Matthew Stafford to throw three interceptions at the biggest game in his life. I don't uh, think that's gonna happen. Before you you go, Anthony Dillon, James, let me just get you on record so we can stamp it one more time for you. Who you who you got, James? I see Joe, Joe Shiesty. Joe Shiesty. Stamp it. Stamp. <laughs> All right, Dylan, Anthony. Yeah, go ahead. Floor is yours. Anthony, go ahead. Cincinnati Bengals, man. Oh, you're not going to elaborate more? That was it? That was your whole breakdown of the game? <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> he said, he nah, said who, oh, they? who they? Who they? Who they said they going to beat them Bengals? 
No, nah, right, but again, you like you should be hyped. Ain't you ain't you rocking with them? That's your team, right? Go yeah, Cincinnati. Cincinnati's my baseball team. And that's okay. quite frankly the only reason why I'm going to Cincinnati in the okay. studio. We didn't need a backstory. I just wanted we to hear you. Yeah, we didn't need the origin story. Let's just stamp it for Anthony. Just <laughs> stamp. Uh, I started with with week 18 after the Raiders and the Chargers game being on record saying that I thought Joe Burrow was better than Justin Herbert. Which is- not only am I correct. No, he's not. I my guy Joe Shiesty, Joe Burr is in the bowl <laughs> and he gonna win that shit too joe burrow and the bayou Bengals are going out there and they're the hottest team in football this is the hottest i've ever seen a quarterback play since nick Foles, since joe flacco had that one year where he decided to play above average and, get to <laughs> and win it this is it joey b stamp it Joey B is going to be recreating that LSU victory in the locker room with the cigar in his mouth and leg crossed like it's business as usual with the swagger of a million, a million sons out there just chilling like it's business as usual. Like Tom Brady, the video of him in the locker room just be like, this ain't nothing. Y'all enjoy, but I'm sitting here. I'm waiting because I already know what this is like. That's what Joe's going to be after winning. The first Super Bowl of franchise history. The first time they're there since 1989. The first time they win a playoff game since 1990. Joe Burrow is involved in everything historical that has ever happened to the Cincinnati Bengals. And it's the best thing I've ever seen. Who day? Who day? You might hit the sound like you're a Bengals fan, man. I'm a massive Joe Burrow fan. You might see Joe hit the gritty if they win, man, on the field. I don't know. Speaking of the great, did you like Mac Jones did yesterday? I was about to say you you saw that fucking look at me guy, Mac Jones, Jones, run out on a play that didn't matter to go (laughs) hit the gritty real quick. That what a what a dickhead! Shout out to Mac Jones. He hit Hunter Ruffalo for a beautiful touchdown pass. Why was Mac Jones there? That was such a Patriots play that he did. (laughs) Probably the worst. Probably the worst skill position. Like display we saw on the quarterback when they did the skills, the skills like um competition. He was oh terrible. how Kirk Cousins missed everything. Oh my god, watching Mac Jones do that was awful. Everyone just loves to hate on why Kirk was, Cousins. That's but why was well because he stinks? But why was Mac Jones there? I don't, there Patrick was like Mahomes six other quarterbacks no. in the AFC yeah. that could have been there. I don't know why. <laughs> like where was Derek Carr? Why was wasn't Derek Carr there? Derek Carr's doing church. Definitely bad at right Definitely bad Church Jones. But like That's a leave fact. church for a minute to go show that Mac Jones doesn't belong there. Do you know how religious Derek Carr is? I don't care. <laughs> you know how religious I am? Not very, but uh, you want know religion <laughs> hate <my> Patriots. <laughs> That's my religion. And oh, uh, man. like 10 touchdowns doesn't deserve to be the fucking Pro Bowl. <laughs> I, I don't know. You know what that is. That's the Patriots. You know, Patriots. It, it, it's so funny because Justin Herbert won a, a offensive MVP and he just got booed mercilessly, and I loved it. Oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I saw yeah, that. yeah. Homeboy I saw forgot that. what stadium he was in. <laughs> Moving on. It's a beautiful stadium, though. It's, beautiful it's fantastic. Stadium. Too bad we're not seeing any more football in it this Thanks. year. Mm. Yeah. Everyone, everyone who gets in LA, it just happens to this, you know. I mean, Las Vegas wants to lose their mind. It's like you're an athlete. Come visit yeah, Las Dylan. Vegas. It's they not just the Raiders, Dylan. He was hanging out with some Raiders. 
So he's starting to act like a raider. <laughs> <laughs> you try to no, but Dylan, you try to make it seem like all oh, the raiders were just horrible people. We just don't bad people. How many Raider players? Okay, but okay, but Camara, Camara is literally in Vegas for what one day? Two yeah, he's most? beating the it's, shit out of people. Exactly. What's worse? So is that a Raider thing? Beating the shit out of a guy. So is that a Raider thing though? Beating the shit out of a person? No, DUI is a Raider thing. <laughs> Can't win. <laughs> I don't know why you try. Like I was waiting for that. I was legitimately waiting for that. If Alvin Kamara would have got a DUI, I'd be like, all right. I can't say that's a Raider thing I, now, but I, no. Yeah, I mean, I didn't even see the footage. What what the hell was in the damn footage? I, I don't know. Let let me get my pick in before you go on your. Oh, okay. Uh, I also have sat here and watched. I am actually a Joe Burrow fan. He's a bad man. He's a he's a bad man. Oh. Like Dylan stated, I that offense is tough to stop. If Joe Mixon. Gets going. I don't know how you stop this team because once the running game's going and you got to worry about that, it's it's you in for a long night. And like Dylan said, I will agree. Although I thought Jamar Chase was probably the best player on the field against the Titans, but Joe Burrow has been the best player on the field pretty much in all of these playoff games. He's been playing out of his mind. But that will not happen to my man Aaron Donald. He is the best player on this field this Sunday. And I've been rocking with this Rams team for months now. And I will not abandon them. I am going to take the Rams and their terrible home field advantage. But it will be rocking (laughs) and so fine for this game. And stamp it. The Rams are going to win the Super Bowl. Matthew Stafford gets his redemption, sticks it to the terrible Lions ownership, and that, and he will, spoiler, not win the MVP. Shout out to Cooper Cup, who's going to win the MVP. But that is it. Our picks are locked in. Three for the Bengals, two for the Rams. Will be a fun, fun show next week. I think the worst kept secret in all of sports is me picking the Bengals to win the Super Bowl. I knew instantly that you were picking the Bengals as soon as they beat the Chiefs. I knew you were picking the Bengals. That was the best because I had my two favorite quarterbacks in football playing against each other, and it's like I, it was a win-win for me. It was an absolute win-win for me. So it's like there's nothing, nothing could have been more perfect. Uh, Those the, are your two favorite. My, yeah, my, yeah. My two favorite quarterbacks in football are Joe Burrow and Pat Mahomes. Oh, really? Yeah. Why? Who oh, else wow. would it be? Tom Brady? Fuck that guy. Fuck him. So, Tom, Brady, Tom Brady retired. Moving on. Yes, Alvin Kamara did get arrested this week. All right. So I initially heard it was right after the Pro Bowl. Apparently, it was right before the Pro Bowl that he yeah. just blew up. So, I don't even know if I want to shout him out for beating a dude up and then going and playing in the Pro Bowl hours later. But <laughs> I didn't know this. Apparently, yeah. it, it was before the Pro Bowl that this happened. 
they happened beforehand, and they came and actually ran it, read him his Miranda rights after the game was over. Could you imagine them doing it on the sidelines? How wild that would have been! That would have been so shady. That would have been so funny. (laughs) Allegedly, there's a video though of him, of him like punching this guy like eight, nine times, and then like other dudes coming in and just stomping on him like sixteen times and breaking his orbital bone in his eye. And serious, he got he got booked for serious damages with battery. So, you know, like it's on video, and I think that's damning because uh, the police said that what he said happened did not happen according to the video. He said the guy ran; he thought he did something, and so that's why he attacked him. And in the video, the guy did no running; he was simply attacked. So that's not good. And you're the saints. You're five years, seventy-five million, thirty-four million. They they can get rid of that if he. They can get. That's conduct detrimental. They don't have to pay him that. Oh, they don't have to pay him. They could just axe his contract. Yep. And you're severely over the cap. Like that helps you a ton. That cap is hard. Remember, the Raiders Raiders were able to cut Antonio Brown for this for conduct detrimental and didn't have to pay him his guaranteed money. Oh yeah, that's true. That's true. Nah, we got it out of that thirty million real quick. <laughs> I think Ray Rice had everything, the same situation. They cut him too. I think for the same. Everything thing. is turning up just weird for the Saints, where it's just like, all right, Sean Payton's gone. Now Alvin Kamara is doing this. You Shout out to Dennis Allen for the Dennis job. Allen getting the job that he this, this rightfully deserved. From an offensive Sean Payton team to a defensive Dennis Allen team in the matter of days. I'm here for it. Because mm-hmm. that defense is still sacked. But who wins that division now with Brady going? The Saints, if they can get a quarterback. If they get a decent I mean, quarterback, the Saints. If they, if they can get a quarterback, like if they can, I'm not, I'm, I'm going to sound crazy saying this, but if they could get Jimmy G with that defense, they could be the Niners 2.0. With if Jimmy Michael G Thomas comes back. Saying, if Michael Thomas comes back. Michael Thomas, even if he's not there. Their defense is better is, than that. Their defense is nuts. Their offense is literally built the same way as San Francisco of Michael Thomas. But if we're talking Kamara not even being there, or well, maybe just you have a great offensive line. But okay, but who's he throwing it to? Instant running back here. But now you can anticipate Kamara not being there and go actually replace him. So they found Kamara in the fourth round. Trust me, I don't think this is the end of the Saints. I don't because that defense is too good. It's something to watch. It's definitely something to watch and pay attention to for this upcoming. Yeah, but Cameron Jordan don't throw touchdown season. passes. I mean, at the end of the day, it's like he's, true. He stops him. He stops him though. He stops. You're gonna see defenses win Super Bowls. That right. defense wins championships. You're about to see one. I can't that. give the Saints their flowers yet if I don't see at least Thomas or Kamara on that field. Like, at you may not they... see either one of them on that field, to be honest. And if that you division cut, is wide open. If you can cut Camara without having to cut them, keep the money, you could probably send Michael Thomas out of town too and get a nice haul back. And I mean, look, yeah. if Tampa Bay gets a quarterback, then I mean, it's just still the same team. Well, they mm-hmm. just saved a ton of money. Their main priority is Hold up, hold up. <laughs> Listen, anything that's <laughs> anything that's going after Brady, that's already a steep drop fall. All right, so we, we can't forget about that. If you're going to tell me they're going to trot out Kyle Trash, I would. That's I'm. That's never going to happen. They are not yeah. going to play Kyle Trash. That's, that's, that's not never going to happen. He sucked at Florida. He's not going to do well here. Bruce Arians would play before they allow Kyle Trash to <laughs> the field. They'll put, they'll the put Leftwich the back out there. 
Yeah. Put yeah. him in pads yeah. and but make it happen. Telling, you're telling me that Tampa Bay somehow gets Russell Wilson on that team? That's not a Super Bowl team? Well, That's the thing is, team. you have to take a look. If you get Russell Wilson, their priority is trying to bring Godwin back, even though he's coming off an ACL injury. O.J. Howard's a free agent. Leonard Fournette's a free agent. They yeah, only I mean, really have Michael Mike Evans on offense. They start to ha- they have to pay Devin White. They have to start paying some of the guys in their secondary. Sue, like that whole team still needs to get paid. Which is mm. probably probably the reason Brady left because you know he knew what was up. He you know he hit the he's, window. He's he's pulling at James Harden. It's getting tough, so he's got to go. <laughs> Don't get me started. But uh, uh, let's get into. I mean. We all in here, we know what's up with the NFL, with this coaching carousel. We know, I don't know, I mean, we talked in the group. I think you guys all pretty much know how I feel about the NFL being a farce with these coaching hires. Mm-hmm. But uh, as as before we came on air today, we did get <laughs> some breaking news that the Texans are bringing, bringing back Lovey Smith. I mean... Lovey got a raw deal in Tampa. Yes, he did. Which is the trend with black coaches in the NFL. But that was six years ago. So I know he was an assistant head coach this year, but I'm rooting for him. They shouldn't have fired Cully to begin with. They shouldn't have fired him to begin with. But Lovey, I mean, Lovey will bring some stability. I know that. But bring some stability, but that roster is that cupboard is bare. I hope I really hope they don't just do another one and done because this has one and done written all over it. Again. That's what, what they saying. said it was basically. That's what I was saying. Yeah, because I was I talking mean, yeah, about it in my other group report. chat with my brother and my buddy Hunter. Shout out to Hunter, yeah. thanks. But hey. like Hunter, my guy, my guy Hunter, my guy, and we were just like, this has one and done written all over it. It's like, one and done. There, where's there's no stability in this hire because you're just going to move on the next year, so you could go match a new head coach with your new quarterback. Go get your money, Lovey. That's all like, I know. Shout out to Lovey. Go get your money. Get your like, money, Lovey. Sign a five year farce contract. Make them. They cut you one year. <laughs> they cut you. you one year. Make them pay you for the next five. Because honestly, I think I get the same vibes as you doing. You know about like. You know, this whole one and done thing of getting real, like, you know, super vibes like that. So I'm like, you know what? If they're going to do that, all I said was, love you, just get your money. I hope it's in good faith um, because that team he's inheriting is still, like, at best a four win team. Um, if you get Deshaun Watson back, big if. But if you get him back, maybe I don't know. Six, seven, maybe, maybe six or seven. But, but, but if you get him back, then we're talking a completely different, you know, quarterback still stirs a drink, man. And, um, and that's a really you know, good one. Yeah. And Brandon Cooks is still there, right? He's yeah, still but Watson a, ain't taking another snap. Value. The and, you know, if he's, if he's still on the, I'm not taking another snap, then at least if you get a chance to have his situation clear up, you can move him and get whatever you need to get from him because there's no, Obviously, look at all the teams we were talking about. Those, all those teams are looking for quarterbacks, and I guarantee you, if the Sean Watson situation got settled tonight, there would be at least half of the league in calling. on him. Yeah, <laughs> twenty teams. <laughs> at least, calling. at least, at least, you have the teams that need quarterbacks and the teams that would love to upgrade their quarterbacks, 
and it's usually like I'd, I'd say half, but I wouldn't I wouldn't be shocked if it was. 20. Yeah, how many quarterback needy teams are there so, right now? The whole uh, NFC South, the mm-hmm. whole AFC South, besides the Jaguars. Yep. No. Miami. No, no, Tennis be sticking with that. You say Tannehill? Wait, what? What are we talking about? Maybe I misheard you. I mentioned what are the quarterback teams? Dylan saying the Titans. Oh, quarterback teams. Uh, we don't need a quarterback. It'd be nice. Yeah, to you upgrade. do. It'd yeah, nice you do. Up- It'd be nice to upgrade, but we don't need a different quarterback. Deshaun Watson or Ryan Tannehill? The Titans can win with what they have. No, they can't. Uh, the <laughs> NFC East. Everybody but the Cowboys need a quarterback in the NFC East. <sighs> Miami needs a quarterback. The AFC East. The Commanders need a quarterback. Commanders need a quarterback. The whole NFC East does, except for mm-hmm. Dallas. The AFC North has two teams that can use a quarterback. The NFC North has the Packers, who are probably going to need a quarterback, the Lions, who Lions, need a quarterback, and yeah, the Vikings, who need a quarterback. Yep. yep. That's that's AFC West, where the Raider. we don't know what the Raiders do in a quarterback. If Derek Carr is there, perfect. But, like, the Broncos could use a quarterback. Mm-hmm. We don't know what's happening in Arizona right now because kyler murray has come out and just like completely deleted every existence of the arizona cardinals from every bit of social media which is very interesting which is very weird yeah so weird so it's like okay maybe kyler murray's on the move maybe he's just gonna go play baseball in oakland if they have a season (laughs) (laughs) who knows oh you're stupid for that (laughs) but like there's teams that can use him damn that that, yeah you're right there's so there's a lot of quarterback why are we hiring lovey when there's guys like Bienemy, who and still, who Bienemy and Leftwich, Leftwich took himself out of a coach, a head coaching job. You say Leslie Frazier too. But, I also want to give Frazier another chance. Yeah, Leslie yes, Frazier. Leslie but Bienemy is like has been number one for like offensive like potential hires for the last three years, and yet still I, does not have a job. I don't care how badly he interviews. Look at his production on the his field. body of work it's is ridiculous. For itself, like he could come in there with a tank top and biker shorts on, and I'd still <laughs> be like, "Yeah, well, that offense is still unbelievable. I don't know how he do it, but it's it, it works." And so, here's the strangest thing, you know, like not calling it. Yeah, I mean, calling it out, but not necessarily the man himself. But Josh McCown got a second interview to the Houston Texans, and Eric Bieniemy is still not even like. Sniffing head coaching jobs. Gosh, That's insane. That's got, insane. Andy Reid co-signing him hard. Like Andy Reid is like, take him. Like he does everything here. It's not me. It's him. And still, no one wants to take the him. enemy. Also, doesn't like interview during, while he's like coaching. That too. That I, I think is which a lot, I, of, a lot of guys do that. Like a step back. He no, a lot of guys do that. A lot of guys do that. Um, but not like the guys the who, are, who interviewed. Because we saw Dable taking interviews the same week he was preparing for the Chiefs. But normally, normally, the normally they is, wait. Yes. They wait. Yeah, normally they wait. Yeah, but everybody wait. was taking interviews this time while the playoffs were still, while they were still coaching. Yeah. Except for Biennium. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, that gave him, I guess, the shit end of the stick because his availability was just like, hey, I'm going to focus on, you know, the fucking Bengals. Because yeah, <laughs> that's what's in front of me. Yeah, I don't. Oh, that's listen. still no excuse. That's still no excuse. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't know. You know, like I, I just, I'm, I'm very interested to see how this whole Brian Flores thing plays out. I'll be, I'll be keeping my note, my ear to I the mean, ground with that. And we know how it's gonna you know. play out. 
we know how it's going to He's going to get out. a lot of hush money. They're going to yeah, exactly. They're going to cut him a check. He's not going to coach this year, and then next year somebody's going to hire him. We'll see. Hey, right. I, I hope he get he he I he does deserve a shot to be coaching. He we'll see. got the the raw end of the stick in Miami with how their ownership is and him getting labeled as that guy. It's ridiculous. I mean, so you're I'm talking really on my bed. I, I, I'm just saying, like, I'm not sure about the whole him getting another coaching job only because if he if if somehow we can corroborate even a smidgen of what Stephen Ross has possibly done, Stephen Ross is gone. He's gone. He's, He's gone. gone. He's and a, you're talking about PR nightmare. They have you're to talking about they will. And I don't know if it'll be as blatant. But I think Flores might not get another coaching job if we find out that this Stephen Ross thing is true. Oh, because I think you're Flores getting rid is prepared of, to be blackballed. Yeah, which yeah. Which is exactly what's going to happen to him. Yeah, I think, I think, I think, I think they might end up giving him. I hope not. I really sincerely don't. But my gut is telling me they're going to give him the cap treatment, which is pay him. Then he's not going to be able to find it, and there's going to be all these little like dog and pony show things about. You know, we want to give you a fair interview and then he gets passed up and we do it right, et cetera, et cetera. You know, like it's not going to be blatant, right? The retaliation won't be blatant. But I I, I just have this sick feeling that, you know, like if Ross is gone and Ross gets reprimanded for this, Flores won't coach again. You know, um, I, I have a quick question for you guys, because I'm the only not black guy on this panel of people. What do you guys think of the Rooney rule? Bogus. It's at, when it was in its inception, it was received very well because it was like, I think people took it very well because it was an acknowledgement that stuff wasn't right when it came out. You know, we're talking about a completely different time when it came out initially. And we had, we had some coaches that were successful you know, like, and still recently in our minds. Like Tony Dungy was still recently in people's minds. Mike Tomlin was still recently in people's minds. You know what I'm saying? And and there was a lot of, like, talk, like, you know what, like, see, this is what we're talking about. Here are these guys that are doing their thing, and they are minority coaches, you know. Ron Rivera is still there, you know, like, um, the Rudy Rule is just not just for Black or African Americans. It's for all minorities, actually. And so, like, you start seeing you know, like people saying, okay, yeah, let's do it. Let's get more people in. And then you just see it like it just got worse. Right. And then it's kind of just like no one really paid attention. It's like, it's like, okay, we're going to just like put this in place and never do any maintenance on it. You know what I'm saying? Like, imagine that. Right. Um, so this numbers say that it got worse. It didn't get any better um, since it was in, in its inception. And that's a sad thing. Um, am I surprised? No. Um, am I disappointed? Absolutely. Um, because again, it's not so much saying that you have to put people who identify themselves as a minority in positions and then not be qualified. That's not what it, the spirit of it is. The spirit of it is representation matters. When more, at least 70% of your entire workforce identifies as a minority, representation matters. Even if you have to help people grow, hell, like tell them, hey, listen, man, we're going to start you at, uh, you know, like looking at tape, like just be an equipment manager, or whatever, make your way up. Even if you say they're not good, you have to put 
mechanisms in place for that type of growth to happen. Um, because once the players say, you know, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you don't want the players to be like, we're striking because we don't have any people that look like us or who can even relate to us in these high positions, right? You know, it, it matters. 70% of the NFL's league staffing of players are minority. Yeah. Representation matters. Almost almost 90 plus percent I could be low on that <laughs> as far as coaching goes is white and that is a big issue. It's a big issue. Um I said today earlier in the chat I gotta always preface this. I'm not the NFL guy, but when I'm always doing my research and readings for the upcoming pod and stuff like that, I just come across stuff. And when I started seeing a few things like the um the Lovey situation, and then when they had put up the post about um McDaniel's, I was like, "Up, oh, the fix is in, y'all. Here comes the cover-ups. CYA, cover your ass." <laughs> You know, like when it posted this, I was just like, what? I mean, I get it, but it's like, come on, guys. Mike McDaniels, who den- who identifies as multiracial, jo- now joins, et cetera, et cetera, as the NFL's only minority head coach. And I was just like, okay, here's the NFL trying to cover <laughs> all, all ends. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, like, it's it's a lot of it is optics, it's entertainment, so of course there's optics involved, and again, like, you know, like, Mike McDaniels, I hope that's also, like, a genuine hire, and, you know, like, they give him a chance, because he does identify that way, and, you know, you know, his background, his, you know, like, his makeup is, it is what it is, you know, like, you know, I'm not going to tell him how he identifies himself and what his heritage is, because, you know, like, he definitely fits the profile, right? You know, he is a minority coach, you know what I'm saying? Regardless of what people look like, whatever, and stuff like that. You know, if I if he identifies as that and he's always identified himself as that, then great. You know, like, my whole thing is, like, like you said, like, I don't want the sham hires, which is, like, you bring, you bring them in, yeah, it's great, and then you're kicking them out after one year. You know what I'm saying? Like, once the heat dies off. Well, that, yeah, that was going to be my my thing with the Rooney Rule. I like you said when the rule was created. I think it was absolutely needed because it was at a point where they weren't even getting in the room. I don't, they weren't even getting in the room to interview, and it was it was so it was so bad that we had to force these owners to let them in the room. I don't think that the rule has aged well. They have it. I, I attribute it kind of like the uh, the amendments in the Constitution. Like, when they made some of these amendments back in the 1700s, it made sense, but, like, we live in a tech, technical world now where, you know, we don't have to worry about some of these things that that were around back then. Nobody's buying cannons and bombing people. So like, but that's another topic. But the 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 rule hasn't aged well because these owners are very smart. Because obviously they are billionaires, 
and they found loopholes. They they found loopholes. They found ways around the rule. And honestly, you know, you can make them interview, but as we've seen, even when these guys get hired, it's still it's, they're still not getting the same chance because they're not the leash is not as long for for minority coaches as it is for other coaches. It makes no sense that Matt Patricia was allowed to coach as long as he did in Detroit. No sense. Adam Gates should have gotten the plug bowl on him after the first year. Adam Gates should have never got to be and and still be employed in the NFL today. It it doesn't make any sense. And I think we can all sit here and say that if Mike Tomlin wasn't the coach of the Steelers in that great ownership group, he'd have been fired years ago. Oh yeah. Years ago he would have been fired. And this man's never had a losing season. But we know for a fact if he was on almost any other team, he would have been fired because minority coaches don't get the same leash, they don't get the same opportunities. So I I don't I don't have a problem with the rule. I think it just needs to be tweaked. There's no way there's no way to govern there's no way to govern how and when fire someone. It's hard. It's different, it's different for everybody. So it's it, it's tough. It's really tough when we all can see it and we know what's going on. But I do appreciate the rule because it still gave guys opportunities that they wouldn't have you know, been able to get. So the, the way I see the rule is one, like you guys, it's good to get your foot in the door. Right. But then you have the situation with the Giants where. 90% of the organizations who are in need of their head coach already know who they're going to hire, right? Mm-hmm. Once the Giants brought in Homeboy from Buffalo to be their GM, it was only a matter of time before they brought in Dable. And Dable is a fantastic hire, right? And that and the Giants did the right thing by hiring him. But they were also following the Rooney rule by bringing in Flores for the interview, even though they had zero intention of hiring him because they already knew who they wanted. So it, they need to tweak the rule to somehow get, I like you can't force anybody to hire somebody and you can't actually go out there and say, Hey, you need, we need to have a third of the league's head coaching jobs be minority filled. You literally yeah. can't do that. You can't yeah. just say you have to do that. So there has yeah. to be a better way of doing it. But and I then think there needs to be so I don't know if the Rooney rule only extends to coaching, but front office positions. It it is even worse when you look at front office positions. GMs, I think there's only one black GM and I think it's Ozzy and not in uh, Baltimore, right? Uh the football the guy who runs football operations in Washington. Washington is too? also a black dude. So um, I mean, that, that's also a problem because it, surprisingly, no surprisingly, we have a lot more minority GMs now than we've had um, before. I think there was, uh, I think they hired like almost like three new GMs that are minorities. I think there's the guy in Minnesota. Um, mm-hmm. I also think there is the guy in um, at the pull up the names. I believe this hiring round got us three um, as NFL uh, fans and NFL yeah, in general. Anthony Lynn. 
um, three new um, uh, front office positions. I think GMs actually, to oh. be specific. I'm 100% sure the guy in, in Minnesota uh, yeah. is one of them. Um, and uh, and we, of course, we have like Chris Greer. Um, he's he's there as well too in, in, in Miami. Um, and I, I believe, I feel like, um, I feel like there's, if I, is there one in, I don't know, I'll be back to you on, on that, but, um, I'm pretty sure there were, there were like these rounds that just, it just happened. They had, they had some minority, uh, uh, GM in front office positions. So that was good. I do like that the league took the step last season to like in try to incentivize like hiring minority coaches by giving you extra draft picks. But again, you shouldn't have to do that yeah. to, to get your guys to get quality coaching candidates into your building by incenting, incentivizing draft picks off of it. And the only team that's been getting the extra draft picks is San Francisco. <laughs> because of Robert Sala getting hired last year and now McDaniel getting hired. They're the only team that's profiting off of it. <laughs> so it's like, who knows? But again, Leftwich took himself out of the head coaching situation when they weren't willing to move on from homeboy who's a GM because he's a fucking snake. And he was he was legitimately going to be a head coach. The enemy still not getting shots. And I remember hearing something about something he did when he was a player still being hung up against him from when he was a running back. And that was like 30 something years ago that people still aren't trying to forget. But with back to Brian Flores, if he gets blackballed from the head coaching job, a head coaching job in the NFL, one, I think he'll coach college or two. I think he's going to be a defensive coordinator for Belichick again, or uh, some type of assistant because Belichick won't let his guys not have jobs. Especially when Belichick is the reason all of this happened. Is there? Yeah, because he's. But stupid. the question is, if you're Flores, do you go back to work for Belichick now? After mm, probably this? not. No. No. I tell him to go to hell. But mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, stay tuned next time on Dragon Ball Z as the story <laughs> will continue. Uh, James, you ready? We're done. That 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 might have been the last football. <laughs> for, for a good little while, man. Till June. Till yeah. Till till we get to the Hall of Fame. Well, till free agency and free agency, and then the draft. Like but yeah, and man. Boy, are we gonna be draft heavy? Yeah, I'm probably. Oh God, Dylan's yeah, favorite I'm, time of the year. Dylan, rise, too. I'm probably. Yep. Take yeah, probably yeah. Geez, that's like y'all Super Bowl, man. Oh, oh my like, lord. I might let y'all just have a chalk talk and just have your own Jets. Yeah. <laughs> we could do a that, live draft with your that's draft gonna be, correspondence, Roz. That's going to be a nausea. Yeah, so, it's, it's, it's so, so just to, just to give you the last in, I know the Bears and Minnesota, Minnesota also have um, high minority um, uh, front office positions of people in there. And also the Giants just recently hired a minority uh, assistant GM as well, too. So... You know, the front office, surprisingly, has been faring a lot better over the years than the actual head coaches, which are boots on the ground, which interact probably directly with the players more so than anybody. So that's why that's super important. But, um, yeah, man, um, you know, representation representation matters, and merit does matter as well, too. So trying to find a good balance is, is not easy, I guess, for them, but hey, it's how I feel. Uh, that's why you get paid the big bucks. 
so make it work you know what i'm saying like figure it out or you know what i'm saying like i don't know figure it out i don't know what else to say like the NFL has to figure it out. All the other coaches have to figure it out. Just do it. <laughs> you're a billion-dollar injury. Hire the greatest minds you could ever find. Solve that problem. That's it. Just skate better. Oh, it's just skate better. Yes, yes, James. You all right? Can't he? Oh well. Moving on. More football talk. <laughs> no, I'm I'm joking. I'm joking. Uh, let's move on. I'm gonna we're gonna ease into this because I think this will just be quick. And I just have a quick hot take. The NBA has they already renamed the All Star Game MVP after Kobe, which I loved. I thought that was a great move. But they released I don't know if they released it today yesterday a new trophy. Trophy is fire. And the top of the trophy is awesome too. Top of the trophy is amazing too. I wish you got that shot. Uh I'm not crazy. I'm not crazy about it. I love it. I'm not crazy about it either. I love it. It's like a hockey title. Yeah, it's fine. Make it make it look spectacular. I just think NHL when I see that, like Good. Yeah, yeah. And Good. Hold on. The Stanley Cup is like a really cool fucking trophy. It's it amazing. Is. It's the best trophy in sports. I think, yeah, that's like, yeah. besides it being fucking hockey, like, if that was the, <laughs> the trophy for any other sport, that thing is cool as hell. If you place this on your mantle, even if people don't watch basketball, they're going to be like, oh, man, that's, oh, that's a, a, that's a nice fancy. trophy. You know? So, yeah. Awesome, awesome stuff. You're, you're I, I don't need to re-wax or rehash about how I feel about Kobe Bryant. I hope he continues to get as many accolades as he possibly can for his legacy. Um, and the All-Star game, you know, like, unfortunately, um, I think that, uh, I think basketball has what the, the I think what out of all the three major sports, I think it's the second worst. I think, you know, like um, football being the worst because um, basketball, they don't play any defense. It's like a glorified, like, home world trotter game and i and i and i get it right um but anything to make it more interesting um the slam dunk contest isn't what it used to be which was a major draw for a lot of people but the game it's the game itself i i can't tell you that i've watched the whole game from the beginning to end in a very long time it's been very very long the three-point contest is the best part about all-star weekend they should just make that a bigger tournament it is it used skills, to be the dunk contest. Skills competition. Yeah, I like the skills contest, man. That, that's skills not better than the three-point contest. Skills competition is fire, too. But it's not better than the three-point contest. I would say the three-point contest is the best, but I let's let's pump the break. The, the what was the last good game. dunk contest? Uh, Aaron, Aaron like, Gordon, that, Zach like Green. Two years ago. Two, three years ago. It was, it was, like, it was, like, years ago. It was like four years ago, Mike. I like we overreact like the the dunk contest is trash. We've had it is good trash. Ones. We've had good ones. Well, we've had good ones, we've but had the, good ones. last year wasn't good. Last year wasn't good. Last year was terrible. Yeah, last year they, just, had, they just picked up whoever wanted to do it, no. and nobody wanted to do it last year. Yeah. <laughs> so they're like, "Oh, let's go get Anthony Simons, fucking Obi Toppin." Like, Obi Toppin's about to show out this year. What are you talking about? I mean, that's the only thing. That's the only thing he can do. So I mean, like, I, 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 <laughs> I think, that, I think he's perfect for the the dunk contest. To be quite honest with you, I'm actually looking forward to him being in this one because I'm like, this is what he needs to do, like, to shine. Like, you know, what I'm saying, like, for him to really showcase what he can do. 
Do you remember but, when Skip Bayless used to hold the the dunk contest over LeBron James, like as yeah. like a massive like yeah. career yeah. flaw? Like yeah. he fucking he he's, he's soft <laughs> because he doesn't want to do the dunk, dunk contest. contest. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's horrendous effing troll. Yeah. Like, I know, That's like, one I, of the I, worst sports <laughs> takes I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. I never seen somebody hit on LeBron so much for no reason than this dude Skip Bayless. Like, it's just have you seen a mirror? Wait, did what? Shaq win a dunk contest? <laughs> did Shaq win a dunk contest? Did he do the dunk contest? No, 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 right? That's what I'm saying. It's a, this, yeah, there's people who did not do it. That were great. He That's literally right. was like, <laughs> for a while it was, trolling. LeBron will never beat Michael because Michael won a dunk contest. And I'm just like, this is the laziest argument I've ever <laughs> seen in my life. Skip is a troll. Skip is like prime troll. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> it's the super troll, know. man. No, but I, I mean, I've always said, like, you could keep the dunk contest. Just put it on earlier so people don't leave <laughs> on a sour note. Because that yeah. three-point contest is just yeah. nasty. And yeah. make it a bigger bracket. Make it a bracket of, like, 16. Yeah, and just gonna, keep going. That's going to get old, though. That's gonna, Not that's when people old, are draining man. shots. That and shit then, don't get old. Them dudes are gonna get tired. It's, yeah. it's not you. It's not gonna be as good as you think if you make it bigger. I think they worry. I think they worry well, about you get longer breaks the game first because there's more players. You get longer breaks because I think you're worried about having the game first because then you think that other players are just gonna dip out after that game because there's some players that just only stay because they're in the game and they want to be there in the game and have their jersey or whatever, but they have to do something because I'm I'm st- I, I'm sticking by. I said what I said. It's the second worst. Out of all, out of all the three, I mean, there's only three, but it's the I second worst. Say, but I mean, it's only three, like. But still, like, and you know, and like if, NBA also weekend is still better than the MLB. It's a it's a no, it's not. Days. No, it's better than the MLB, MLB, <laughs> the Major League Baseball has the best All Star game out of all the All Star games. They have the Here. best All Star game. No, I'll, I'll, I'll enjoy MLB All Star when they bring in the bunting from fucking Korea. I'll take I'll take NBA's uh, All Star Saturday Night over the Home Run Derby though. No way. The, the Home Run Derby has never been at the Home Run Derby has been as popular as it's ever been. Right. It's now. gotten better because ever they added been that right clock. Now. They added that clock. Ever been. But ever it's been. More- the best home run derby I've ever That's seen it. is the 2009 one in Yankee Stadium where fucking Josh Hamilton Josh Hamilton went crazy. Cranking. The the John Carlo Stan and Aaron Judge hey, one was, Aaron was Judge amazing. Was, was just bombs everywhere. Like the MLB has the best all star game. The home run the, derby and the, the three point shootout derby. are the two best things in all star yes, events. Yes, and all star events, period. The home run derby and the three point shootout right now reign supreme, but. Home run derby, the actual game itself is like those two things are like people are must watch TV, must watch TV. Like you, wa- it's an actual game. Like it's a like the baseball game is an actual game because even well, though the pitchers pitch one one, even though the pitchers pitch one inning, it's a sense of pride. You know, like there's no and it's because how it's made. Like there's no like real physicality to it because like baseball, because like basketball, baseball and. Is. But I mean, you can't blame baseball for that. That's and how it also baseball has is. A meaning. It's the only All Star game that actually has like, and it has meaning to it. to it, and it has meaning to it, right? You know what I'm saying? There used to be things in, involved, but they would want to do that anymore. And you know, we're not putting our bodies on the line. I get football why they're not as you know, like this last All Star game was disgraceful, by the way, too. Um, uh, <laughs> I that didn't was even, uh, I didn't that even was, watch it, and I just was saw Twitter killing it. 
That's so that's probably like, the worst yeah, All Star game that's probably ever been done. This is the first time I also haven't watched the skill stuff in the NFL one because everybody. I, there was um, this, this, I, I didn't even know what was happening. I forgot came about on it. at a random time and I missed yeah. it. And I was this like, is the first Damn. time I've, I haven't watched it because it's like yeah. half the people here don't even need to be here. I, I watched the recap and it's everybody on the recap borderline unwatchable. Like the game itself is borderline unwatchable. Borderline unwatchable. Matt Jones didn't belong to need to be there. Right. Like, you know? <laughs> I really wish they would stop doing the Pro Bowl and then All Pro. They're two separate things. Like, the Pro Bowl should just be the All Pro team, exactly. or somebody. Tony Romo should do his own All Madden team, or something to make that like an event, like it used to be. Yeah, and, and do something I'm, that fucking matters and that's actually cool. I, at this point, Pro Bowl sucks. Problem I'm is, completely I don't care fine. What Tony Romo thinks. I, I'm completely fine with them just having just like names up, like, hey, you know, you get your bonus. Here's here's the all stars of the year. So they don't even need to play. Don't a game. Have a just game. do better. Don't events. have a game. Just don't do have cool a game. Um, but NBA, I you know, like again, because you know, like here I am thinking that I'm going to see. I don't know why I'm thinking I'm going to see a good game. I mean, what is interesting about the NBA, which still gives it, is that they made that rule change about the points and trying to decide the end of the game. So that's a nice little nuance they threw in there. And last year. It was actually interesting towards the end, but the still, two, the last two years have been really good since they. Yeah, to the end though. Really the good. end though. The end, like the last so, few minutes. So, so you're you telling are, people you, the first like you, three quarters. You're telling me you want to see? Like I don't want to see Kyrie Irving getting picked up 94 feet in the first quarter of an All Star game. Like I want to see all because I like seeing all the crazy alley-oops that they throw that they will never do in a regular game because it's too risky. Like, I like actually seeing them show the skills that they actually have. Yeah, that, like, I don't want to see if Isaiah we were on the street, alley-oops. If so we it's a Harlem Globetrotter game, then. That's what I'm trying to say. It's the Harlem Globetrotters, right? Like, bouncing the ball off, like, James people's heads. You know, like, spinning them around like a top. Like, you know, like... You're over jumping off the champ, Jumping off the trampoline. Like, you know, like, yeah, that's 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 fine. Like, it's you know, fun. I, I get it's it. Fun. It's fun, but it's not entertaining as an MLB All-Star game. It's not as entertaining. It's not as entertaining it's, as the MLB When you know game. the guys are on the court having a good time, it makes it's watching it enjoy. more enjoyable. It's, it's pure. You get it's to enjoy fun. that. But, like, like you know, I could but, give less of a fuck about it. It's fun you know, like, seeing right. Steph Curry dump the ball. Seeing Steph Curry dunk the ball, seeing just, Chris Paul dunk the ball, like you're just never to remind you, see that, just ever. to remind you that they can dunk the ball. That's great. I can. But here's the thing. <laughs> here's the thing, right? It's like I think the biggest, the, the biggest deciding factor between the MLB and 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 the NBA, and Dylan alluded to this, which made it, what makes it different is there's actually not just money on the line and pride. It actually has real meaning in the playoffs. So By home field advantage makes you show up. Like, I may not be in the mode to really be into the All-Star weekend, but it's like, do I want to have to just, like, that play? stupidest rule in sports. It's not stupid. It's but it makes it worthwhile. It makes it's it important. It's not. Rule in sports. It's not. If you're sitting here and prime to the last year, the Dodgers, or you've won 109 games. Great. Best in baseball, Great. and you don't get home field in the World Series Great. because the Arizona Diamondbacks bullpen pitcher gives up a bomb to Aaron Judge in the All-Star game. That has mm. not, and mind you, Aaron Judge mm. isn't in the World Series, that Diamondbacks mm. player isn't in the World Series, but you're here, and you don't have home field because 
of that. That makes mm. no sense mm. at all. Mm. What, the, and, what is the regular season for then? What is the point? And, and yet, the players are okay with that. And yet, it makes the game super interesting and still the best all-star game out of all three major sports. They said we're going to go to extreme levels. We're going to put something on the line. The, the NBA chooses to do nothing. They're just like, come show, play a little bit, maybe not play a little bit, you know, enjoy the pureness of the game. And I get it. I understand. But, you know, like, you know, there was a time where the NFL all-star game was, was like, you know, but we're never going to get like a that that type of like Sean Taylor laying out the kicker like in the NFL all-star game that will never, never again. happen again never again never never happen again because you know that was you know, that was a, oh I was gonna say something that's actually bad 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 I case. don't I don't blame them listen I don't blame them for not wanting to actually put their bodies on the line for a game like that because it is nothing on the line technically for them besides money that you know like they probably already make a chump change because you know, outside of a few rookies on the rookie contracts, they're the ones that care about that money. But the other guys, I mean, like, whatever. Like, you know. When you've been around the block and none of it means – there's the reason why the vets yeah. don't really get involved in it. But, like, you got a guy like Kirk Cousins who literally doesn't live for anything going. <laughs> because, like, that's that's all he can get at this point. His Fingers crossed All-Star get. Game is going to be fire, though. Fingers crossed. I'm going to watch, so. Mike. I'm going to watch, Mike. Shout out to LaMelo Ball. And let's um yeah we're gonna to touch on that actually right now. Let's get the uh, well you said it so I'll put Lamelo up first. Uh, just recently, well deserved. He Definitely will be well deserved. There. I don't think you could have an All Star like weekend without a guy who plays his style of basketball. Not to mention on a on a team that's winning and he low key does. I can make an argument for him to be an All Star. And Dejounte Murray, this guy too. This guy too. From Rick, he should have been on the team. This guy too. This guy too. Another guy who's Spurs have been struggling. That's why he hasn't really been getting. Is he there? Yes, I was about to say another sneaky guy that's been really good. My man Darius Garland. I was so happy to see him. He's that Cavaliers team, man. There's another Cavalier player that should be on this list. Jared Allen. Jared Allen Jared should one hundred percent be on here. Why yeah. is Chris Middleton here? I mean, he's like legitimately. Why is Chris Middleton here? <laughs> he's second in command, man. But like, he's he did, hasn't had a good season. I mean, I don't know. he's having an okay season. He hasn't played better than Jared Allen. He hasn't played enough games for me. I agree. Get with James Harden off this list too. I, I that's my main complaint. I don't think James yeah, Harden's a popularity vote. Yeah, this is a but, but this was done by the coaches, and I don't think James Harden deserved to be on this team. Absolutely I, not. You're shooting career worse from three, career lows from field goal, and you're a bitch. You can't yeah, be on this list. Yeah, he's having an off year, but he's still an all star. So like at the end of the day, what what I is mean, but what I has mean, he done to be an all star? Having an all star year though, is he having an all star year? He's not the same thing. There have been so many players who've been washed up for years and still made first ballot in the in the in all star. Like, you know that shit eventually just becomes a popularity contest. It, it, like, yeah, they still value talent, but again. There's only one center on this team. That's one of the reasons why Jared Allen should have been on this team. Jared, there's oh. only one center on this team in Joel Embiid. 
you can't put another that's all you need. <laughs> that's the only. That's all the big man you need right now is Joel Embiid. The the yeah, do, do we have sound? How many centers are on the West? Hey, oh James is back. James is back. Hey, two. Well, three, three. You have three centers on the West, as he should. Gobert, Towns, and Jokic. Uh, Jared Allen needs to be on. Jared this Allen team. needs to be on this on this team. Whether you take out J- James Harden or Chris Middleton, like Jared Allen is a massive snub. Yeah. He's been having an excellent year. Now that I got some sound, man, oh, I got some shit to say. Oh, here we go. Language. Don't make me mute you. Supporters, <laughs> supporters, and the fans. I couldn't stand here. I was, it, I was killing me to hear Roz get these takes off about the NBA All Star Weekend. True, true. <laughs> hearing, I, I, was hearing. I said what I said. I don't mean to go. I don't mean to go back. Dude. I don't mean to go back, but. To hear the things I was hearing and not being able to speak on it, no pun intended or all pun intended. I like, I like that. I like that. All pun intended. Crazy. <laughs> I do agree about the um the home run derby. They have been crazy for years. The home run derby has been crazy. One of my favorites is Robinson Cano with his father pitching to him. Yeah, throwing yeah. back. Yo, I totally yeah. forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. One of my favorites right there. But and and the All Star Weekend for the NBA has plummeted a lot. I can't front; it has plummeted a lot. Um, a high Vince Carter, perfect night. Uh, a low uh, Paul George versus John Wall with all the lights flashing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was one of the worst dunk contests I've ever seen. <laughs> you know, uh, one of my favorites, uh, Gerald Wallace versus Jason Richardson. Spencer Dinwiddie bringing home the skills challenge and Joe Harris beating Steph Curry in the three-point contest. Uh, that was good. That was surprising. And that, that was made good. Joe Harris the greatest three-point shooter of all time, beating uh, Steph Curry in a three-point shootout. That's how that works. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's how that works? See, when, you, when you beat the best three-point shooter of all time at a three-point you're, shootout, you're, you're that's how that You're making this works. argument hard for me. I'm trying to fight for the NBA All-Star Weekend, and you're making it bad. <laughs> uh, a, another high, um, Phoenix almost having a, a complete sweep, but Amari started Amari losing the dunk contest yeah. to, what was it? Was it Fred Jones? No, it was to Jason Richardson, I thought. The backwards between the legs. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I'm, Levine, Aaron Gordon. Great time. A- Aaron Levine Gordon. and Aaron Gordon was that good. first matchup. Was that was a really good one. Unbelievable. That Unbelievable. was arguably the best dunk contest since 2000. Yes. I mean, when, oh, it, when, when, when the, Iggy was the, probably Aaron the best versus. It's probably the best versus since to, the Dominique to MJ. Yeah. The Iggy one, the Iggy Vince, one was awesome too. When Vince did it. It was just Vince yeah. by himself, just sweeping yeah. everybody. No, he had no contest. I don't think Nate should have won, man. I think Iggy was going sick. crazy. The man. jump from behind the backboard. The backboard. Come on now. Come on now. Come hey. on now. Come when on they started now. letting fans get involved in the fucking final voting, that's when shit got rigged. I mean, we got Dwayne Wade out here robbing people. So I mean, oh man, him yeah. giving that is that. That's also insert Dwayne Wade. Um, squinting eyes right here. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody was like, "What? <laughs> like, what?" Yeah, but man. I mean, 
<sighs> I mean, but yes, yes, I do agree. It has it has had some 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 lows, consistent lows. But uh, the, the highs Jersey... of the NBA All Stars, fantastic, man. Of yeah, course, I mean, of course, the, of course, the, of course. What happened? Whatever happened to that? Uh, to the jersey numbers changing? That was supposed to be a thing, right? What happened to that? <laughs> During the All Star game, remember? Yeah. Adam Silver had oh, a yeah, big, yeah, old, yeah, yeah, yeah. he had a big old yeah, yeah. like an Apple um, um TED talk almost about the jersey. I remember that? Yeah, no, that's not a thing. <laughs> now these jerseys that we got this year look like warm ups. <laughs> can you can you imagine <laughs> them having those jerseys and then they just don't work? And they yeah. just flat out don't work, and they just yeah. start glitching mid game, and everybody's got like decimals. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> only the real, as long as you got the real fans watching to be able to dis, um separate the players mm-hmm. from each other. But if you have like the casual fan watching or the big wigs that's just looking to see where the dollars are going, and you mm-hmm. see something like that happen, they're just like, pull the plug. Remember when All Star <laughs> Weekend also used to have dope jerseys? Yes. Yeah. And, and sneakers too. The sneakers just sneak- be crazy. That's a great point. We listen to the chalk talk that goes up about hoop sneakers because we talked about that too. It seemed yeah. like every All Star weekend from like 2010 to 2014, Kobe, LeBron, KD had these sick All Star colorways that came out. Sick colorways and instantly sold and out. And they were always instantly. fire. Always fire. The last like. Dope jerseys I remember I think was Russell Westbrook's sophomore year in Phoenix, where they had the uh, rookie sophomore game and they had just like this purple and teal jersey. Yeah, unbelievable. Like that was the last time I remember it being like a cool jersey, and then everything else has just been like a red or a blue or a white or a yellow, and it's just like here or black versus white (laughs) or gray versus that black versus white was so fucking terrible. Yeah, where's the creativity, NBA? What are we doing? Hey, man. Uh, but, yeah, a lot of good highs, but a lot of low lows, too. A lot of low lows. We got Clay the three-point contest this year, though. So, But, if we, but man, Roz, I can't agree with you, man. There are fans that love to see, just like Mike is saying, there are fans that love to see the the – the Steph Curry bounce alley-oop to Antetokounmpo. They love to see the Damian Lillard versus Steph Curry half-court shots going back and forth against each other, versus each other. They love to see the LeBron half-court pass to Steph to shoot from half-court. They love to see that stuff in the beginning again. So it's all about the antics. It's all about the entertainment in the beginning. But once it gets to the third, end of the third quarter at least, into the fourth, no more games. Yes, yeah, just, games. you know. Let's if step I had up an and, opportunity to go to but any it's All-Star always been like that. Sense. This is nothing new. Step up and watch NBA Curly Neal. Step up and watch Curly Neal against the Generals. You know what I'm saying? Man. Like, why not? Why Bro, not, man? When when, not? when KG threw that alley oop to um to Kobe Bryant and he two hand slammed that in the All Star game, that was the that was first crazy. quarter. They was not playing defense. I mean, they don't that's play any the defense. It's not a real game. So listen, it's not a real game, and that's what I'm saying. That's why it's second worst. It's not the worst, right? <laughs> Is it so, a real I mean, game? Like, um, baseball All Star game. It is a real game. It's a real game. It's a real game. If you watch the baseball, the, the baseball All Star game, for it's however long you want to go back, the only difference is is that because they have to be able to give everyone on the field and give them their time, they have one. The, the pitchers usually go one inning, but you can't tell me that that game is not a real game because I've seen it. It is real. 
You never pitched real. one inning in real life. You I mean, never pitched one inning. I mean, I mean, unless you're um, unless you're Garrett Cole in the playoffs. I mean, I mean, yeah, I'm about to say as an, I mean, with the openers now, are you sure we're not pitching <laughs> for one inning? I don't know about that, but regardless, right? I didn't like that. The, the, M- the MLB, the MLB All Star Game is a real game, and the lights are on, and it's like must. It's like intense. It's much watch TV. People are getting fired up, and I don't know. I just feel like even the commentating for the MLB All Star All Star Team just has a little bit more juice slightly than the NBA. That's, that's um, because Joe Buck like, is boring as it gets. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Like again, I think. I think the NBA All-Star Game has a chance to bring it back. I think that's the, always the greatest thing is we always want him to come back. It only takes one great slam dunk contest. Yeah. That's had, the, that's, that's that a special a sauce. That's a special sauce. More than a couple. That's the special sauce. And if that happens, then the NBA All-Star Game immediately vaunts up to the top because people just the, – the buzz of the, of the slam dunk contest is like – it's too much. But I think what's happening is what I've always worried about is you might be reaching the peak of the creativity. Like almost everything under the sun has already been done. It's been done. And so it's like, tough. how many times can I watch dudes put it between their legs and dunk it? Like how many times can I watch somebody, you know, put it all the way between their legs and reverse dunk it? And it's not their fault because like the human body can only contort in so many different ways without them really hurting themselves. But you know, like it is what it is. Then you're gonna have to change the formula, which I think they should really consider making the actual game something worthwhile. I don't know how they're gonna do it or what they could do it, but they could do some stuff, whether it's more money, whether it's also being able to have, you know, like the team on that particular coast have like maybe home field advantage, maybe have an extra game yeah. win that, you know. I know they'd be up three in out ride, three. But- Tournament, you know, a three-on-three tournament. You know what I'm saying to Draft determine, teams. Like, you know, like I don't know. That, no, I, no, I don't no, know. No, that man. would be dope. Like, yeah, a three-on-three know. tournament or even a one-on-one or something like that. Yeah, like would, switch up the switch up. Yeah, yeah that, 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 switch it up. Happen, but three-on-three tournament. Switch it up. Yeah, that would be it dope. Is like, now, and they you would love to see that. I would love to see that. And as far as as far as the dunk contest goes, you know, I I see what you're saying, Raz. My Best answer to that would be they just got to get more gimmicky, add yeah. more props. Just get goofy, just do yeah, it. Yeah, you got to get more goofy, man. Go like, all the way bring in. out all the kings and jump. Yeah, the you know, bring out the props and the SpongeBob and all that stuff. You gotta Remember when John Collins pulled out that airplane and broke it? Yeah. Or yeah. <laughs> Jeremy Grant do, like man. jumped over the the painting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. And you know what? That's a good idea. Maybe they do a theme thing. Maybe every Howard puts the cape on. Like, did they do that? What is it? Two thousand and six. Josh Smith, J.R. Smith, and a bunch of those guys. They had a wheel, and they had to. They had like different like. Yeah, cool that's right. Yeah. Like that. You know, Bring that back. You know yeah. what the problem with that is? When those dudes were doing that. Everyone hated it. Everybody would say, "Oh, this is stupid and gimmicky and blah blah blah." And now it's but we didn't. Man, but we that, didn't expect it to be this. Cool. But now it's like, all right, cool. You you give everybody beforehand all the the names and the dunkers who are going to be on it. Do homework that way. When you hit that player or hit that dunk or hit that dunk contest, you already know what you're going to do. You give yourself two or three just in case somebody else does them, and then you just do a throwback dunk contest. 
I'm just asking for crumbs right now. That's all I'm asking. <laughs> That's all I'm just bring it. Like, I bring mean, it back. Bring nah, it back. But like I something. It, it's gotten. It has gotten on the decline. I think the thing that just gets on my nerves when they take forever to build up the dunk, and then they and then it's either something whack or they miss the damn dunk, and then they do the. They take the same amount of time to build up again when we've already seen the dunk, and they're gonna just gonna do it again, and then they probably, they miss it again. So then it's like the fourth, fifth time we're trying to see them make the dunk. Yeah, you I know, mean, and I've seen that ultimately takes times. away from their points. That takes away from their points. My thing is, if, if um, <sighs> <sighs> you guys are letting Roz win this argument, man. <laughs> Not a hard argument. To I said what I said. Listen, with the um, with the dunk contest, I mean. You gotta they gotta build some type of anticipation. I um where um where I do agree with Skip Bayless about LeBron, I don't think he's soft for not jump, being a part of the dunk contest yeah. or nothing like that. But I do think that LeBron is the reason why the dunk contest sucks because he didn't participate. I and now everybody the, don't want to participate. He broke the chain. The, the stars don't want to do it because LeBron didn't. He broke the chain. And I'm to that. There's something to that. And I'm gonna be honest with you, like a little bit of me felt animosity towards him. I think me and my my guys said they're like, why won't he just do the why won't he just do the dunk contest? Because remember listen, when he used to put himself in he, every year after the dunk contest and then yeah, never do it and never go. And I'm like, and I'm like, I'm doing it next year. Yeah, and I'm like, if you lose, bro, like, like the other thing, like LeBron doesn't understand, and he never understood, which I don't know why his team didn't hammer this in his mind. Him being there in the ballot. Is not it's way much it's way more for him and the league than, than it is it's bigger than him right he's all about yeah. things being bigger than him and the league is you know so like why would you just say I'm not gonna just do it like you know what I'm saying like you could do well, everything else do all these all dunk contest dunks in the actual game but let's go ahead and let's not even if he did a back off the backboard dunk like he did in the all-star game one time People would have been, ooh, and oh, yeah, LeBron. And if he lost, they'd be like, oh, well, LeBron lost, whatever, stuff like that. No that one's going to remember. No that. one's going to remember that, that he lost and ram, and ram him about that for five that's years where, down the line. Nope, that's where we disagree. On, man. That's on, where we man. disagree. But I on, agree man. that he should have did it for the league and all of that, but I 1,000% disagree with you on that. If LeBron got in the dunk contest and lost – you would have never heard. He never. He would have never heard the end of it. But then they can't. Never but, heard the end. But listen, you know he would have never heard the end. But of you it. can't have it both ways, and this is what we have. Right? So he decided. Either. So we decided not to do it because you can't have it both. Ways. So he and now, and and the All Star Game is the second worst, right? Of all the All Star Games, you know, it's, you're it's phrasing become, you're phrasing that very interesting because I can easily say it's, it's the, the second, second best. best. It's the second well, best. It's you, second you place. It's second worst. It's the second best. It's second place. It's second place. I so I I'm going to use the second worst because I feel like hockey I feel like is actually pretty good. I feel like if hockey also decided to let people it's check, just nobody watches hockey. You know, like hockey won't let people check again. Like I'm saying the second worst because the NFL doesn't have to do too much to be the second best. They don't do all the all because they don't do anything. All they have to do is actually them also just play a little bit more, like. You know I haven't watched like, the NFL All Star Weekend, let alone an All Star Game. Remember the um the I'm about to date it right now. 
the last time I watched the NFL All-Star Weekend, they was doing the, the football drop out of the sky to Ultra Cinco Wayne's name was Chad Johnson. Mm-hmm. You remember yeah. that? Mm-hmm. That was the last All-Star Weekend I saw. And I haven't watched All-Star Weekend also since they had Nelly in it as a celebrity catching all this football and i don't even yeah. know if that was a part of it was it yeah, yeah. It, listen, it's it's not fair to ask the nfl players to put their bodies on the line for an all-star game you're asking yeah, them to it, decrease their to decrease the span of their careers just for one game they shouldn't even have a game they shouldn't they shouldn't even have a game that's what i'm saying i don't care whether they have a game they can have a week like i'd rather them right. have a couple days of events like they do and like just for have the fans. Them be fun for the fans it's fun stuff and, and, and then you get a paycheck Play flag football for like yeah. Like, I mean, play fan. I mean, like, like the, really the event the where they play. have the quarterbacks hitting all the targets that are like moving up and down. That's entertaining as all hell. To you watch Russell have, Wilson try to bang that shit in the far right corner of the end zone into a bucket. Like that shit's to, cool. They need to add <laughs> the NBA All Star Game to Disney. Like when the football games are on Disney, mm. have some slime. Have some something. They have to add something. Yeah, the NFL says just get more, more gimmicky. The NBA doesn't have any problems attracting younger fans. No, NFL has a problem building. But it's from the look. The it's the look, though. I'm it's talking about for the NBA. Yeah, for the NBA, it's the look. Obviously, NBA besides the NFL is probably the most popular sport of all. But it's like the look of it for the, especially the All Star Weekend. They gotta gra- have something that's gonna grab the attention to watch or stay because people turn to the all-star game. I guess I could be, um, say from a, a personal perspective during the all-star game before they implemented this last two years, I would just tune in, see the score, turn away, tune in, see the score, turn away, tune in who has the highest, this highest that who's in the, um, the race to get the all-star MVP, just tune in because it wouldn't keep my attention. Correct. So they need that's to get saying. something that's going to hold your attention for the viewers and all type of stuff. They just need something. My you know what I would like? That would be is how late it runs. That too. That too. Uh, it's because of the West Coast and the exactly. East Coast. They want to make sure that it's just not like, too I get much for exactly one side. what you're saying, and I'd and love like, to see that to grow the game more and keep it interesting. But like All-Star Weekend here runs to like 1230. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like it's it's a tough it's one to be around. Even, even Friday night runs till midnight. It runs till twelve thirty, and then if you have a bad final round of the dunk contest, you're like, it's, "This it's, was terrible. This was trash." It wasn't, but you're frustrated because you waited up this whole time, and then yeah, got let I waited up for this. That's and what then sometimes the best part about All Star Weekend is the after show. With oh, Ernie that, and everybody. That's the best part that's of the, the weekend. Part, and that's up until 1.32 in the that's morning. That's the best part of the weekend. We're yeah. old. Always. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, here, I'm going to be honest with you, like, speaking of old, I think it would be an actual cool thing to kind of see, like, a basketball old-timers thing thrown yes! into the All-Star game. Yes! That would be fire, to see some of the old legends play on the court. I, I, I would love right? to see a like, half court be, that five would be on five. Yeah, but that's too similar to the big three. 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 It, or like I said, well, I, I don't know about putting you guys. Kareem in a game and Bill Russell just. Oh, you talking about the old 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 oh, heads? Put him in. I ain't watching that. I want to see nah, that. That's a time on it. That's a time on it. I'm not watching my. Legend. No, a time on it. Kareem break a hip 
because he nah. went for a loose ball. <laughs> nah, you gotta go like you gotta give a time limit, but if you can get like past all stars to come in like the all stars from like the past, yeah, but that, like, that's like the big three though, like whatever. Well, now you need to go into like the early two thousands and go. Get yeah, to, you know what I'm saying. Amari Stoudemire's like, coaching in Brooklyn. Have him come out for a couple dunks if he yeah, can still do like, it. Like have these guys just play against each other, like. You know what I'm saying? Like, have them sign up, and then, you know, they play each other for one game, whatever, and or replace Or have it. a TNT announcer game. Like, yeah. all the guys who work for Turner doing a game like that. I don't know about y'all. I missed the skills competition when they had the NBA player, the WNBA player. And the yeah, that was cool, that, too. That was cool. That was cool. Fire. I was definitely cool too. But that was gonna run its course because you're gonna run out of legends because they all are old. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Too old to play, bro. Yeah, I try to see Bill Russell in that shit. (laughs) Yeah, you gotta you gotta have a you gotta have a time. You gotta have a time that you instead of having to be a legend, just have it be just a previous all-star. Yeah, I mean, I guess they um I guess they should just do like errors. If they did errors, like um a small section of like oh this is from the 90s, late 90s, 2000s, 2010s. They did it that trade. way. That might, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that, that I think that'd be good. Any chance I get to see Candace Parker, I'm around for it. Oh my God. Yeah, I'm around for it. Yeah, man. But, but um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's all I, I mean, oh, no, we do have one more NBA topic. I rise, I know you're about to cut out. Uh, we're going to go into this James Harden. Saga, I'm actually just gonna let Dylan go because I mean, I'm not the biggest James Harden fan, he's a pain in the ass. I understand why he's frustrated because this was the don't, don't do this, don't. The dream was one thing, and this is this this. is what what Brooklyn got. Don't do this. (laughs) Kyrie, James Harden, and KD. (laughs) Jason Tatum. No. No, 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 no. I did not know this was happening. I'm sorry, Dylan. I I put that in. Ambushed. I'm sorry. I also inserted this right here, the expectation versus the reality. (laughs) I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. I had to get you off before Roz dipped out. I hate y'all. Every single one of you. Fucking hate you. But yeah, I mean, Dylan, go go ahead. Let's uh, Roz, you out, man. See you, Roz. Dylan, hold hold it down, Dylan. Can't and defend myself here. Can't defend these, myself here. Fuck these guys. Um, <laughs> I'm sick of James Harden. I've I'm on record of the the last like four pods of me being sick of this motherfucker. And then <laughs> it goes to oh the Nets are entertaining offers to James Harden's not going anywhere, but James Harden's com- is contacting an agent to discuss what's best for him in the future and blah blah blah. I don't fucking care. Get him out. Get him out. I'm sick of his ass. Like, the second time starts to get a little rough, this motherfucker throws a fit. <clears throat> throws an absolute fit. But where was all this when the Nets were first in the East? Nowhere. Nowhere, right? I heard I heard an interesting take. I don't mean to end your rant, but I'm, I'm going to let you keep going. I heard an interesting take, and they said that the take is James Harden is a party guy and the city is shut down. The strip clubs is shut down. The club scene is not popping like how it was in Houston. It's not right. And 
He's living in New York at a weird time. Yeah, man. He's living in New York at a weird time, and a part of me also believes that. He's not having fun, man. Part of me also believes that, but, like, again, none of this is anywhere around when the Nets are winning games. Right? Nobody heard anything like this when the Nets were first. But but the second times get a little tough. KD gets hurt and isn't playing and is out for a couple more weeks. Then all of a sudden, James got a problem. He's out with a hamstring injury, man. Yeah, yeah right. Fucking hamstring. Yeah, but Dylan, you gotta get uh, same gotta injury a, from the playoff. You, know, you gotta give him a little bit. You were about not having your player for a certain amount of games in the playoffs. How coincidental yeah. that the hamstring starts to flare up right when he's trying to get out and throw nah. a fit. Coincidental. Nah, man. I don't believe that shit. I don't believe that shit at all. He he's literally at this point, slowly, slowly becoming, getting onto that, my DeAndre Jordan dead to me list. <laughs> slowly. Slowly. Like, he's almost there if he keeps up this bullshit. What's funny is we talk about the hamstring injury, but he's going to play it all. <laughs> Again, the hamstring all injury is, is real, right? It's a real injury. I'm supposed to fucking believe that the hamstring injury is a real injury when he's going to be in the fucking All-Star game. But he hasn't played in the last four games because of this injury. And when he does play, he's doing nothing. He's doing nothing. Meanwhile, KD is itching to come back on the court. KD's trying. And the Nets are like, nah, bro, you sitting this one out. Nah, nah, He's literally like, I want to play. And we're like, no, good. Just keep him out, right? But... It's literally Kyrie Irving playing, and now we're on a stretch of games where Kyrie Irving can't play three of the next 11. Three of the next 11. So it's like, all right, straight, cool. Straight, you said uh, a string of games. Eight what, he can't? Or, he can't or can't? He can't. He can't. Oh, he can't. And on top of that, if Kyrie Irving's not playing, we have a whole starting five and a sixth man who are not playing basketball right now. Our, our three highest-paid yep. players aren't playing. Our four highest-paid players, Kevin Durant, James Harden, Kyrie Irving, Joe Harris, aren't playing. And then LaMarcus Aldridge is not playing. Then Nick That's Claxton. One. Then Nick Claxton just can't stay healthy either. What's in what? that water they got over? Uh, That's what? what? <laughs> <laughs> like, what the hell's going on with y'all? Like? But at the same time, Winning cures all. And I was telling Mike this before the pod started, before oh, you clowns man. got here. Uh, the second the Nets win like five straight after the All-Star break, everybody's going to forget this has happened. Yeah, but the, the thing is, it's like how long is this injury bug going like, to affect y'all? Because it's, it's eight games in a row now. We had eight straight. It gets any longer than this. You know, y'all might be in some trouble. It's, it's like, all right, this isn't a blip. Like, Yeah, see, like y'all need to come back. Well, the thing is, this is going to happen until All-Star. We're going to have nobody playing until All-Star break. And they're going to expect the young guys and Blake Griffin and Patty to carry the show. Like, that's how it's going to go. And we're not going to win games. And then by the time All-Star comes in, we're going to be in the play-in. And then when everybody's healthy, we're going to rise from the ashes and be like the five seed. And man, have... Well, Flash, you get involved from Greece. 
just it's just amazing when six of your players ago. just fucking just die. This is a few hey, episodes man. ago. You was teasing us about the Knicks suck this, <laughs> Knicks suck that. I don't got to worry about the Nets. I, mean, I told you the Nets should be worried about the playoffs. He did say a few episodes. He said um, panic level 10. Yeah, he when KD got hurt. When KD got hurt, I knew it was panic level 10. Because I knew he was the only thing keeping us together at that point. Winning and playing defense and all that stuff. I knew it was, it was him. And I knew I can't rely on James Harden. Again, career low in field goal percentage, career low uh, in three-point percentage, like eight turnovers a game. Yeah, he's averaging the most rebounds on a team. Cool, We don't. our center doesn't fucking play basketball. And then, <laughs> like, I, I don't know what more to say to this. Like, and Ben I Simmons will. can't come to fucking Brooklyn fast enough, but it's not going to happen because yeah. Kevin Durant pulled out his fucking veto and is just not going to let James Harden go anywhere. Steve Nash is like, James isn't going anywhere. And Steve Nash is like, all your reports are fucking false. I talk to James every day. This is what he told me. And it's just like, I don't know who to believe. None of this makes sense. I, I just know I, I hate James Harden, and I want him gone. That's yes. Right. That's right. <laughs> I, know who I, I know who I believe. I believe my eyes. And my eyes tell me that he's quit. That's what my he's eyes. Quit. No, I saw my that in the Sacramento me. Kings game when Anthony Anthony, you guys were talking to me in the group chat during the, the Kings game. I'm like, James Harden is one for 17 with <laughs> zero free throw attempts and like nine turnovers up in, in four minutes left in the game. That's what yeah, he made his second basket. That's what he made his second basket. Anthony was in the chat saying, yo, uh, what's going on? It feels like the Nets can't stop a nosebleed right now. (laughs) can't. Nobody's playing. Nobody's playing basketball. Kyrie Irving and Patty Mills are the only ones who come to play game in and game out. Well, I'm not going to say say game in and game out for Irving. He didn't play well in Sacramento. But he's still out there giving his all. He He's played well. He's had one bad game, which, I mean, he, he can't play unbelievable every game. But my thing for with the Nets is that the Nets are 3-8 and eight when Kyrie plays. That is starting to become a problem Ooh. also. But how many of those games, have, how many of those games do we have? I don't care. That's what it's like. <laughs> he's played, he's played three games with Kevin Durant, and he's 2-1. No, that's why that, I asked how many games was KD playing. But the problem with that argument is – if you have Kyrie and James Harden as your backcourt, that should be the second or the second best or best backcourt in the league. Should so, be, but James Harden's a fucking bitch. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Language, language. Shave the beard, Brooklyn. Shave the beard. Get rid of him. Give me Ben Simmons and Seth Curry and keep it moving. Ben Simmons eighteen eight and eight is going to give you be the same as James Harden's 18, 21, that's, eight and that's seven. That's all hopeful. That's all. Hopeful. <laughs> you don't think Ben Simmons could come into a game, a, any team right now, and give you eighteen eight and eight? I, I believe he can, but I also can believe he can't. That's all. And hopeful, then you get better bro. spacing from Seth Curry that we haven't got because Joe Harris hasn't played basketball in four months. Yeah, man. And then when Joe Harris comes back after All Star break. Then you have more floor spacing. Then everybody's three-point percentage goes up because you have the two guys who are shooting bas- the basketball from three better than the majority of the league at one point shooting. They're taking all the shots. They're making it. Then KD has to shoot less threes. Then James Harden has to shoot less threes. He makes more. They take less. His percentage goes up. KD's percentage goes up. Everybody goes up. Everybody wins, right? That's kind of how that works. But but I have to fucking keep sitting here with this motherfucker, James Harden, who quits games in the third quarter – when he doesn't get foul calls, he brings the ball up half court, gives the ball to Kyrie to do something, and just stands. 
by by the half court line at the corner before half court and fucking the sideline, just sitting there doing fucking nothing. Why? Kyrie is Kobe reincarnated. That's why. If you give Kyrie the ball, it's like the black hole sometimes. But Kyrie is also the one who has to become the facilitator, which he's not. When you're James Harden, you are James Harden. You have led the league in assists. You are one of the prolific offensive scorers of all time. Where is that? But Dylan, it doesn't matter because he averaged 36, 36 in, a season. in that one season. That one time. <laughs> Shout out to the riches. He's the great. He's the greatest shooting guard ever outside of Jordan because he averaged thirty six in a season. I. <laughs> Just have no idea how much I am loving every minute of this because I will reference this on every show and Dylan knows exactly where I'm going because the day that trade went down, I messaged Dylan and I told him, that's why you're not going to win the championship. That guy right there. I will sit here every week. I am being proven right every week. That guy, you can't win with him. You can't do when it. He's your third best player, and he plays at a super high level, like he did like all last season. Yeah, when he lost. played with us, yeah, and then he got hurt. Like yeah, whatever. Yeah, but every lost. game James Harden played for the Nets last season, like without KD or Kyrie, was a fucking like forty-five point triple double and a win. I heard like that's it. how that was. I and then when yes, they played man. together, they, they're fifteen and three. Yeah, and that's great. And the stat that I heard yesterday. This Brooklyn team has been together for two years. We know how injury-laden the Lakers have been this year. And Westbrook, LeBron, and AD have already played more games together than Harden, KD, and, and Kyrie. That makes well, if, no If Giannis didn't sense. purposely injure Kyrie Irving in the playoffs. We oh, would... my God. <laughs> We'd be talking a completely different. Again, it's amazing that when you land under somebody at the three point line, it's a foul, but when you land under somebody underneath the basket, it's not. I don't make the rules. Hey, that's one. Right? What I had this James Harden last year. Where is this James Harden this year? You didn't have this James Harden last year. Not the sixties and not the sixties, but I've had fifties and I've had four a ton of forties, triple doubles in wins. That man was on a when we first got James Harden, he came out and he balled. Balled. That man is a gunner. I, I, w- I wish I had gunner James Harden. What are we talking about here? I wish I had gunner now, James you're getting Harden. Now, you're getting a more laid-back Harden. I'm getting a Harden who care. doesn't know whether he wants to play basketball <laughs> or not. We all talk about Kyrie Irving's passion to play basketball. Care. Yeah, I have to sit here and ask James Harden's passion for fucking basketball. This man is complaining that the strip clubs are closed. That's his <laughs> you know what's funny. I was thinking about, this. about the game. He's I was thinking about that shit. Right? The damn strip clubs is closed. Send him hey, man, his problem that's, that's, is that's... having to play hard because all these injuries. Guess guess who's always hurt? Philadelphia's best player is legitimately always hurt, and you're going to talk be. about how the shit is just oh, it's tough to play in Brooklyn because nobody can play together. You can't build cohesiveness. Embiid is bound to get hurt at some point, and you're going to be sitting there by your fucking self again. And then what happens when times get tough there, too? Oh, you're going to demand another trade to go somewhere to make it easier? Nah, the problem with James to, Harden, he got traded to Brooklyn. He got traded to Brooklyn fucking easy because Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving could lead the way as one and two. He <laughs> could be a laid-back three. I can just hit the wide-open three when the guys aren't here. Then I can do my little taunt up the court like I really <laughs> did. And then, when, and then eventually we'll win a title, and then my legacy gets to be changed then because I'm no longer I'm a choker. Yep. 
No, but I, I agree. I do partially agree with Dylan on the whole Philly analysis because my thing is, you know, with all the heavy minutes and heavy usage of Joel Embiid, you've seen him year after year start to deteriorate come playoff time. And I think this year's going to be no different, especially like he's the main guy. I mean, you had Tobias Harris here and there, but it's really been the Embiid show. Come playoff time, Embiid's going to be hurt. He's going to be playing limping. I mean, I don't wish it on nobody, but just seeing Embiid's track record, it's going to happen. You know, Philly. Meanwhile, they start. Give me him. The Ben Simmons trade does nothing but make Brooklyn better. You hope. No, because it's not a one for one. It's a it's a Ben Simmons and somebody else. So we're all Ben Simmons add and Seth Curry. Yeah, for this for this Harden, I would do it. I would do it tomorrow. I would do it. <laughs> I would do, yeah, it do it yesterday and the day before that <laughs> and the day before that and the fucking day before that. Because they're gonna he's gonna give me the offensive output's gonna be almost identical. Take three points away. I don't care. Fifteen points. Seven rebounds, eight assists, like eight assists, whatever. I get better floor spacing. I get more depth. I get better defense. More defense. KD doesn't have to become your best defender, which makes no fucking sense. I get get a a lineup that's just Draymond Green at the center with Ben Simmons in there, a small ball lineup where Ben Simmons gets to facilitate with nothing but guys who could knock down the three. I'll take it. I'll take it. I've seen Ben Simmons in that role. I saw Ben Simmons drop 44 on Gobert on nothing but dunks and layups. (laughs) <laughs> when does Joe Harris come back? I don't know. They keep. I think they're pushing it back to make sure nobody tries to trade for him. Who? The Nets. Because uh, apparently Joe Harris has to see another specialist that would keep him out till after All-Star break. And I think this is a ploy to have people not interested in trading for Joe Harris. Or us unloading Joe Harris. His ankle. But... There's also rumors that the Nets are trying to be in on Jeremy Grant. I don't understand that one. I don't think the Nets need him. Like he, what does he bring? I mean, that? he's a you know he's a good player. Obviously, you want talent, but I don't I don't see it. Like defensively, what does he bring me? He's an okay defender. <laughs> yeah, but like yeah. he's an okay <laughs> defender, but like he he'll, doesn't. Again, he'll make it so that KD doesn't have to guard the other. He's a better players. um. He's a better um. Where does he? Play, but you're gonna bring in him to play off the bench. Yeah, he's a better version. After he of, left Denver to go be a prolific he, scorer. He's a weird. He's a weird because I'm telling he's you, he's a better he position. A he's a better version of the kid, the guy James on your bench. No, James Johnson. <laughs> James Johnson. <laughs> yeah, no. He. I understand how good Jeremy Grant is, but like I don't see his fit on our team. Because he wants he's to be James the guy. Johnson. Because he's but a, he wants to be the guy. He, he wants to be a starter. He wants to be a guy who could score twenty five. He wants to be the. That's why he hasn't been traded yet. Because he said he's not going anywhere where he's not the number one option. Which makes no sense to me because you're not that good, buddy. You're not that. Yeah, good. I mean, they, like he, I know that was, his, that was his job in Detroit, and it didn't pan out. Well, Detroit. I mean, and and the only... me, like, he's a weird guy because he's mad that Cade Cunningham's better than him. So. I mean, I, I don't know what to tell you. But like, There's I a lot also of players on that team that are better than him. Sadiq Bay is better than him. Sadiq better than. But him. I also know the you relationship. Guys no argument with me. I know Kevin Durant this. and Jeremy Grant have because of the Olympics. That's supposedly like a big thing. They got Ooh. really close in the Olympics. Who? Jeremy Grant and Kevin Durant. Uh-huh. So like, apparently that's in play, and there's a way we can make that trade while still keeping James Harden, Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving. 
But I think Joe, Joe Harris is the one. That I think Joe Harris got to go, which I'm cool with. I love Joe Harris, but he could go. I don't know. I mean, Patty Mills will knock that shot down. Patty man. Mills cannot leave. Patty Mills is somebody who's not allowed to leave. Yeah, Katie signed on that. Yeah, Katie's not gonna let that happen. Katie won't let how... Patty go. Katie, like I said, Katie paid his veto. His guys go nowhere. His guys come in and they don't leave. Yep. So you're probably gonna see a Bruce Brown, a Joe Harris, or somebody come in because they really like Kessler Edwards in Brooklyn because of his ability to defend and hit a three, but he's not Joe Harris. He's a rookie, so, right? Yes. Yeah. You gotta put stock into your rookie guys in the beginning. But uh, and I'd much rather try to go get a center who could like play defense. That's like Claxton. an actual center. Get, get Claxton the fuck out of here. He doesn't play. He doesn't <laughs> fucking play basketball. This is my problem. He does he some when he sometimes when he plays, he's fantastic. Sometimes when he plays, he's terrible. But he doesn't play like sixty percent of the time. He had a good game two games ago. He hasn't played in like a week, <laughs> like two weeks. <laughs> he had a good the the, the 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 Kings game was the last game he played. Yeah. That was like five days ago. Didn't he have like thirty that game? Yeah, we lost by thirty. So who cares? Same thing with Cam Thomas. Oh yeah, we lost by thirty against the team, but Cam Thomas had thirty four. Great. Did we win? <laughs> what is that thirty? It's an empty stat. Like I don't it's care. Development. It's development for Cam your Thomas guys to go to. <laughs> All these well, guys to go. We will be. We will. Uh, panic level ten. Panic level ten. I'm sure we'll still be at a ten when we come back next week to do our post superb owl show. And unless our Kevin Durant's on this court, I'm always at a ten. But before we go, I do want to shout out the uh, all-star coach. Applause Ryan right here. And, and Spo. Shout out to Spo, man. I, I don't know about you guys, but Spo is, is in the lead right now for me for coach of the year. He's in the lead. It's close. Who are you going to give it to Monty? Because Monty should have won it last year. Although I think Tibbs actually should have won it last year, but I think Spo. I think Spo's in the Nick lead Bones. right now. Eh, nah, it was definitely Tibbs last year. Billy Donovan's in the running too. Billy Donovan. That's a that's a good one. Um, what is it? You can't give it to Mike Malone because they're where they are always. I mean, but, um, but they, they 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 still don't got Murray back, and they still cooking. They got Jokic though. Jokic is like. Unbelievable triple double 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 king. He's the best big man in the league. That's why he is. There we go. Yes, yes. <laughs> what? Best big man in the league. Don't 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 do that with me, man. I, I said that he was MVP last year when you was on that CP3 train. I still think CP3 should have won MVP. I think CP3 <laughs> in the conversation. Embiid and Joker are clearly one and two right now in MVP. That was my argument last year. But that's last year. Last year, I thought CP3 should have won. This year, this them two are on a different level. I think I'll tell you this: I think CP3 is third right now. I think he's third. Giannis is coming up hard, but I think CP3 is CP3 right is fifth or outside of top five. The, the CP3 hates unbelievable with you. It's unbelievable. It's not hate. They have the it's best record hate. in the league, and he's the reason. All right. It's okay. All right. We'll see. I mean, he's not, if Embiid and Joker keep playing like this, 
he's not going to win. So you'll be right. So you don't got to worry about it. You'll win. You got it. You got it. But don't let either one of them get hurt again. And then if one of them get hurt, the other one is going to get it. <laughs> don't let both of them get hurt again. <laughs> I hope this doesn't turn into last year where all the MVP candidates get hurt and they just have to give it away. Oh my gosh. And uh, then then that's how Ja becomes MVP. But, yeah. <laughs> because, well, listen, but listen, Ja has yeah. a legit case. Ja has a case though. But if everybody's healthy, Ja's like 10. Ja doesn't get it. He's not 10. He's like 7. Is Dylan, Brooks back? Is Dylan Brooks back? Nope. nope. Did that's we mention the Grizzlies coach for the coach of the year? Yeah, why not? No, we no, didn't. This, so. He's got to be. He's got to be in there too. He's got to he, be in there. He's too. probably one who should win it. I said I would give it to. I'm mean, like I said. For me, it's Spo. But I can see sometimes you don't coach. win it. You don't give it to the guy who has the most wins. You give it to the guy who has the best but, story. But Spoh, I mean, did we see? That's why Tibbs won it last year. But yeah. but you could give it to Homeboy in Memphis this year. Nobody be mad about it. I wouldn't be mad about. Literally, it. Literally, nobody would be mad about it. I would not be mad about it. I just like I wouldn't have been mad if Monty Williams had won it last year. I thought Tibbs should have got it, but I wouldn't have been mad if Monty. But you give you give it. it to Tibbs because it's the Knicks. Well, like, that he and took nobody, the Knicks yeah, where, to the four seed. And no, they had the Knicks not making the playoffs last year. So yeah, that's to get why to the you deserve four it. Seed, but I mean, Phoenix was the two seed. The yeah, two yeah, seed, yeah, the two seed. So I mean, you know, but that that's a. That'll be on our All Star Edition. I think it's going to be All Star Edition, even though even though the Superb Owl will have finished. So. Superb Owl. I mean, you got to give before you switch it. You got to kind of give Bickerstaff some 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 flowers too. Irby Bickerstaff, really? Yeah, his uh, Cavs is doing really really well, man. Yeah, the Cavs. yeah. definitely. Shoutouts to Cavs getting Karis LeVert. That that could Word. be that could be Word. a big trade. That could be a big trade. That could be something. If the Nets keep up this bullshit, I'll be wearing a Cavs shirt next week. (laughs) Oh, God. Just because they got my guys on there. I'll be rooting heavy for the Cavs. I've already been rooting heavy for the Cavs. I'll be rooting even heavier. I'm just going (laughs) to throw this out to piss you off, Dylan, though. Can you imagine what Brooklyn would look like if they didn't trade for James Harden and they still had Allen and LeVert? We'd be a second round exit still. I don't think so. Draft well, I mean, picks mean nothing to me. I don't. I mean, Kyrie wouldn't be playing, but like, still, look, you still have Levert and Allen. The problem, Levert, Levert's never healthy either, though. How many games know. is he? Play? He's averaging like nineteen points a game on like sixteen games played. So it's like, what does that really do for me? I've I've seen Levert's whole career. But he's never healthy. Well, he's never healthy. If but, healthy, but if I have Jared Allen, I have a legit case to like having my defense carry us to a NBA Finals because Jared Allen is fucking ridiculous. Mm-hmm. But it takes pressure off of Blake. There was I no mean, way we can do that trade without it, and oh. Houston's stupid because they didn't get the two best players in the trade. Yeah. Yeah. So dumb. Cleveland. Right. Cleveland won that trade. Yeah, you think the team that got James Harden won that trade? No, we fucking lost. We lost that trade, <laughs> not because of all the first round picks that won't be anything anyway, but Say because we gave up. Jer- I said, I heads up to everybody in, in who don't know the group chat. I found a TikTok 
And the first line of the TikTok is, if you're in the fifth grade now, you should be trying to get ready for the league because the Oklahoma City Thunder are going to be drafting you. <laughs> That's what those draft picks are right now, fifth graders. <laughs> like, it doesn't matter. I don't care about some fucking seven, like 10-year-old out here going to be potentially in the league. It doesn't matter to me. How many draft picks I mean, in, the, in the first round miss anyway? All Like the majority of them. I mean, man, that statement is very, very vague, man, because every draft pick at some point in time, no matter how. Come on, man. And the NBA, like, literally, like, like, 7% of draft picks, like, work out. Like, it doesn't matter. (laughs) To this day, if I were to ever see Billy King in the street, I'm fucking shooting him. I'm. Sh- I don't have a gun, but I'll fucking get one, and I'm shooting that motherfucker. I just. I just want all our YouTube viewers to see this. This is what Dylan's gonna look like at the rate the Nets are going right now. This is. This will be Dylan by the time we get to the playoffs. <laughs> this, is, this, this is also a callback. Yes. And, and Mike decided that that is a permanent mainstay. In the yes. It will, it will never be deleted. Never. There will always be a time at some point in every episode where we can pull this up. <laughs> why, are you, why are you yelling right now? <laughs> He's yelling because I delete stuff <laughs> from the brand. <laughs> I got rid of his Makai Pfeiffer. He wanted to kill me. <laughs> I'm still mad about that. I'm still mad. I'm going to get Makai Pfeiffer back. I could have used it tonight. I could have used it tonight. Makai Pfeiffer is a very accurate assumption of me currently. <laughs> it is actually. It is. It is. You should have seen uh, the hope I had yesterday when Blake Griffin hits five threes in the first half, and I then we and then we proceed to not score in the third quarter. <laughs> that, that game was literally like watching the Knicks Lakers game all over again. It was it was the exact same thing. Brooklyn came yep. out. I had not seen Brooklyn play that good Huge in weeks. Lead. In weeks, it was like, oh, here they come. Here we go. And mm-hmm. then it absolutely fell off a cliff in the second half. Steve Nash and- has this love-hate relationship with DeAndre Bembry, where Bembry, every time he comes in off the bench, is this massive spark to on the defensive side. He went head up with fucking DeMarcus Cousins and blocked his shit at the rim, sent mm-hmm. it, which sparked a massive run going into the second quarter. And then he's also trying to fight DeMarcus Cousins on the other side of the ball. Never like, saw him again. Never saw him again. Like, him. what are we doing? Bruce Brown played four minutes. Had a good, had a good, and a good four minutes. He had a good yeah. first quarter too. He yeah. had the and one. He got Nowhere some stops. Never seen again. Never seen again. And once again, and like I stated, it's a method Steve, to the man. Steve Nash is going to cost you. Steve Nash is going to cost you. It's, but like you're playing guys who are depth guys already. You're trying to see your rookies play. Like I get where yeah. he's going from. Uh huh. You say that now, so he pulls but, the shit in the playoffs. But I know what he in the playoffs. His rotations aren't nearly as bad as this. All right. You say that now, so he. Pulls I the I shit saw in the one. I saw one playoff run already, and he kept a lot of guys out that didn't need to play. Gonna be looking like this all over again. <laughs> Don't worry. I'll be the I'll be the first person to throw Steve Nash away when I think he's deserving. But when when your top six guys literally aren't playing, like I could give a guy a pass. Right, yeah, he's got, he's got to throw it on pants to watch who it sticks. Exactly. Because you can always fall back 
when shit gets real tough, you could always fall back and your guys are going to get down and gritty, but you got to see what your young guys can give you. That's why Cam Thomas has 34 points and a 30-point loss. James. I will fucking find you, Billy King. I will fucking find you. Do you know this motherfucker Billy King still has the nerve to say he doesn't understand why he doesn't have a GM job in the fucking NBA when he is the reason you cannot trade back-to-back draft picks in a year because he got me fucking over-the-hill Paul Pierce, over-the-hill KG, and Jason Terry who lasted for like 10 games. You know why he doesn't have a job in the NBA? That's why. That's why. And on on that glorious note, Billy, hit the music. Trivia. <laughs> why aren't yeah. you this happy? Why aren't you this happy? Suck me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anthony, don't sit up like you're about to do something, Anthony. Don't Anthony, sit up oh like you're about to do I brought back a favorite. We're going career paths. Oh, okay. Brought back a classic. Anthony. Get ready to fucking get zero. <laughs> you fucking bum. It's bad. Hey, I got three the past two weeks, man. We're going back to days since Anthony has gotten the trivia question correct. You're supposed to have a graphic for that, and you just giving him these layups we can't even use the graphic. I gotta, I gotta build the confidence before I fucking bring his ass back to Boost him up so he feels good, then I give him this question. He's like, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> <laughs> Still don't know how to spell rain, man. Still don't know uh, but it's not that kind of it's like, yo, we're not worried about that. Right this now. is my game. Go, this is my world. Go, you're go living do in. what you gotta do, man. It's your game. It's your game, Dylan. All right, Michael. This current NBA player started his career in 2006. Phoenix, Boston, Dallas, Sacramento, Chicago. New Orleans, Lakers, Atlanta, Clippers, Lakers. Oh shit! Who, who was the first team? The Suns. He is a current NBA player. I will give you another 20 seconds. Why were you just on your phone, Anthony? I wasn't. You got a blue screen in your glasses, homeboy. Okay. Turn it off. (laughs) (laughs) You got two Uh, screens up. I don't. One's a switch. One is definitely not a switch, and the switch (laughs) is in the other room. Uh huh. All right, Michael, I need an answer. All right. Anthony. Nope. All right, that was quick. James. Fix your mic and I'll read the teams. Uh, Phoenix, Boston, Dallas, Sacramento, Chicago, New Orleans, the Lakers, the Hawks, the Clippers, the Lakers. Is my mic back? Huh? Is my mic bad? It's still bad. Still bad. You can give me. Ah, there's there's that sound. Talk. One more time. All right. Uh, Phoenix, 
Boston, Dallas, Sacramento, Chicago, New Orleans, the Lakers, Atlanta, the Clippers, the Lakers. Ten seconds. All right. I need an answer in two, one. Shannon Fry. Well, he currently plays, and he's currently on the Lakers. Uh, He goes by the name of Rajon Rondo. Rondo is on the Lakers? No, he's not. not. Oh, shit. Where's he? he? Oh, he's in Cleveland. He's in Cleveland. Okay. Oh, His his basketball basketball reference didn't update. And I just realized it now. I will give myself... Uh, uh, uh. Clown face. <laughs> yep, I'll I'll give myself clown face. His blame ba- basketball reference. That's <laughs> where I got all these from. Basketball this is the reference. first in Dylan's trivia where Dylan has been wrong for his own question. I, I have been. No, it's the second time. Uh, oh. the youngest triple double. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! Shout out to Roz. Shout out to Roz. But yeah, no. That. Fuck you. Fuck you. Basketball reference. You created an enemy out of me. <laughs> Look you in your fucking soul. (laughs) All right. Nobody gets that. So we'll start fresh. Michael, this current NBA player started his career in 2004. Orlando, the Lakers, the Rockets. Dwight Howard. Correct. Anthony, this former NBA player started his career in 2001. Chicago, <laughs> New Orleans, Charlotte, Dallas, the Knicks, Dallas, Phoenix, the Lakers, Houston. Third teams again? I see the smoke coming out of your ears. Uh, Chicago, New Orleans, Charlotte, Dallas, New York, Dallas, Phoenix, Lakers, Houston. I'll give you 10 more seconds. Give me 13 more seconds. Nope, you get 10. While while he's counting down, run it one more time. Three. Uh, Chicago, New Orleans, Charlotte, Dallas, New York, Dallas, Phoenix, Lakers, Houston. Anthony, I need an answer right now. Shit. Yeah, I ain't got none. All right, James. One more time. Chicago, New Orleans, Charlotte, Dallas, New York, Dallas, Phoenix, Lakers, Houston. 2001? Yes. Ten seconds. Lakers to Houston. I need an answer. Ah, uh, I don't got it. All right, moving on, Michael. Uh, it's not who I first thought of, and I'm trying to. One. I actually thought this one would be easy. You know, I hope it's not worth it. 
I think it might be who you're probably. Now I'm gonna feel like a fucking retard now. Wow, can't say that word. Uh, Mike, when you don't have an answer, I don't want you to give me who you think it is. I want Anthony to say who it is first. Alright. Alright, do you have an answer? Are you talking to me? Who do you think it is? No, Mike, were you gonna say something? Mike Mike doesn't have an answer, so Anthony, who do you think it is? Amari Stoudemire? After the Knicks? What? When did Amari Stoudemire play for Dallas? When, when did Amari Stoudemire? No, wait. Play for you Dallas? said wait. You said Phoenix, though, right? After the Knicks and after Dallas, Amari wait. started in Phoenix. Wait, hold on, wait. Because you got you got me confused. I thought the reason why you were listing teams were it's where they started and where they yeah, ended. Oh, okay. All right, that part I didn't get. All right, Mike. Who do you think it is? I feel like it's Devin Harris, but I don't think. No, no. When no. did Devin Harris play for the Knicks? No. He didn't. No. And no, he didn't play for the Knicks. What what's Nick, the, the what Nick do you guys know went to go play to Dallas afterwards? Jason Kidd. No. No, he's ah. Chicago. No, what's Who the list? That's why I was trying to ask what's the list again. Oh, Tyson Chandler. Tyson Chandler. Ah. Oh. Tyson Chandler. He started his, he started his career in Chicago. He was drafted yeah. in Chicago. That's what I said. You said Chicago hey. first? I said oh, Chicago, yeah, New Orleans, well. Charlotte, because Charlotte. he was in the New Orleans Hornets. That's Charlotte. Oh. Nobody counts that time of of the season, okay? <laughs> Charlotte. I couldn't I could not figure out Charlotte. I was like, Charlotte just doesn't make any sense. Cause I we talked about this and I told you that time didn't even count in my brain. I don't even remember when they went to New Orleans. I mean Charlotte. To get them their team. All right. Here's one I also don't think anybody's going to get, but I think it's nifty. Uh, this former NBA player's career started in 2009. Denver, Houston, Indy, Sacramento. James. You said 2009. Denver, 2009, Denver, Houston, Denver, Houston Indy, Sacramento? Yep. Denver, Houston. Indiana, Sacramento. Denver, Houston, Indy, Sacramento, 2009. 10 seconds. I need an answer in three, two, one. Buzzer. All right. Maggle. I don't know. I I, I have an idea of what I think it is. In my head, I have a shooter, but I cannot put a name on it. I don't think it's a big, I think it's a stretch. That was a, that was a sniper. Indeed, Sacramento. Ten seconds. Two, one. I need an answer. Don't have one. All right, Anthony. 
Are you just gonna throw this one up as a L for you? Nah, I ain't got one either. I was thinking about it. Ty Lawson. Wow. <laughs> did Ty Lawson play for Charlotte? No. He no. did not. That he did not. That was Denver. That, that was light Denver. blue. That light blue and yellow. Yeah, and then okay. he played for Houston. I don't he didn't spend any. He didn't spend a lot of time in his last three teams. I remember the Sacramento, but I do not remember the Indy. He was there for a cup of coffee. All right, Michael. This former NBA player started his career in 2005. Boston, Minnesota, Houston, Dallas, New Jersey, Indiana. Phoenix, Miami, Boston, Houston. Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) There's a couple of these ones that I got that I'm like, oh, this is hilarious how long their career is. (laughs) Say it again. Boston, Minnesota. 2005. 2005. Minnesota, Houston. Dallas, New Jersey, Indiana, Phoenix, Miami, Boston, Houston. I'll give, wow. you, another, I'll give you another 10 seconds, Michael. Current <laughs> or former? Former. All right, Michael, I need an answer. Anthony, are you going to try? Say this team one more time. All right. Boston, Minnesota, Houston, Dallas, New Jersey, Indiana, Phoenix, Miami, Boston, Houston. Five seconds. All right. Yeah, have three seconds left. Need an answer. All right, got James, you got something. What is it again? <laughs> Boston, Minnesota, Houston, Dallas, New Jersey, Indiana, Phoenix, Miami, Boston, Houston. One more time. Boston, Minnesota, Houston, Dallas, New Jersey, Indiana, Phoenix, Miami, Boston, Houston. I think I have an answer. Okay. Yes. Gerald Green. Gerald Green. Look at that. Look at that. Look at that. What? What? Ooh. I I thought his famous run in the NBA would be the New Jersey, Indiana, Phoenix, Miami. 
Duncan. Mm-hmm. All right, Anthony, I think this is the easiest know. one on the list. This current NBA player started his career in 2009. Cleveland, San Antonio, Toronto, L.A., Philly. Current L.A. Player? Lakers. Current player, you said, right? Current player. And what's the team? Anthony, did you hear me? Wait, say it again. Cleveland, San Antonio, Toronto, Lakers, Philly. Sure, I know what to do. I'll give you ten seconds. This is hands down the easiest one on this list. All right, Anthony, I need an answer. All right, James. Say it again. Cleveland, San Antonio, Toronto. Lakers, Philly. Cleveland, San Antonio, Toronto, Lakers, Philly. Cleveland, San Antonio. Current player. Lakers. Yeah, Mike knows it. I'll give you 10 more seconds. San Antonio, Toronto, Philly. San Antonio, Toronto, LA, Philly. I need an answer. Right now. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Mike. And the winner for this week is me because the answer to that question is bum ass Danny, Danny Green. Yes. That oh, is correct. It is Danny Green. All right. Oh, I forgot he started in Cleveland with LeBron. I knew Cle- yep. I knew Cleveland what was hanging him up. Yep. I knew I, but I thought for sure the San Antonio, Toronto, L.A. That, that, what? You, and then I said current. LA, and then Philly. I was like, Philly? Oh. Duh. Because I couldn't think of who was on Philly. I couldn't think of it. I'm like, who the fuck is on Philly that went from... Toronto, LA, Philly. I'm like, and then Cleveland. I'm like, what? Cleveland. <laughs> All right. But I forgot um, that he used to be on the sideline dancing with LeBron before he sent LeBron home when he went to the own Spurs. <laughs> All right. Whose question was that? Uh, that that was Anthony's. That's Anthony's. All right. James, I, I have two up here. Uh, they're both current players. Because right now the score is two to one. It's two one, and Anthony doesn't even exist. So, (laughs) 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 um, Um, bye bye. Yeah, just 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 go ahead. Um, All right, this current NBA player started his career in two thousand and four. The Knicks, Orlando. The Lakers, Houston, New Orleans, Washington, Houston, Phoenix, Washington, Sacramento, Portland, Miami, Lakers. Damn. Say it again. New York, 
Orlando. Lakers. Trevor Ariza. Yes. Ah. All right. So I have a tiebreaker. Okay. <laughs> Anthony, you do not <laughs> in this tiebreaker. Remove them, please. Just remove them. Anthony does not exist in this tiebreaker. Bye bye. This tiebreaker. We got We got to take take your own face off for a second. All right. This current NBA player started his career in 2010. I'm going to just go with the first and it's it's not a uh, you get a chance you get a chance whoever can give me the answer first will win. If neither one of you get the answer first, I win. <laughs> All right. This current NBA player started his career in 2010. Toronto, Memphis, Lakers, Portland, Brooklyn, Utah, Minnesota, Cleveland. The teams go. Toronto, Memphis, the Lakers, Portland, Brooklyn, Utah, Minnesota, Cleveland. Current player. Current player. Who's the first team? Toronto. Toronto. Read it one more time. Toronto, Memphis, Lakers, Portland, Brooklyn, Utah, Minnesota, Cleveland. Ed Davis. Yes. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> <Yeah>. James Williams. <laughs> Ring the bell and this week's winner of Dillish Trivia is not Anthony. Not Anthony. <laughs> I was robbed. I was robbed. You didn't get a single one. I was robbed. You robbed the people. <laughs> I was robbed. The suspense. Yes. I must say thank you, Dylan, for giving me another shot. Mike should have won that because I did. I lost automatically two to one. But man, what a comeback! What a comeback! Wow. Damn, Mike. James has some comebacks against you. What are we doing? Damn. Nah, that Ed Dav- you know how I caught that Ed Davis? Was Recall to the chat. One? Recall to the chat of him touching that player and getting the technical. Yes! Ball. Yes! That's what made me remember it. Damn. Mm-hmm. Damn. I, I really like doing the doing these as trivia. Even though I fucked up the Rondo one. <laughs> 
but basketball reference, you created an enemy out of me. <laughs> Into the depths of the soul. How dare you fuck up Rondo's profile? I almost got really creative and did their college to start off. Oh, that might have helped me in that. That might have helped me. Oh yeah, maybe. Mike is a is a avid college watcher. I thought the North Carolina guy was gonna get Ty Lawson, but yeah, no, guess not. I did not. I I did not remember the Indiana stay. It was like a day. I don't know exactly, but it was not long. Shout out to Duke for beating North Carolina this past weekend. Shout out to Duke for getting their doors blown off them tonight with a three-quarter of <laughs> 0.7 seconds left. Oh, man. I got to watch Mike's reaction live before we started recording that, so oh, that yeah? was fun. Right before we got into the chat, he was watching it. Uh, uh, he goes, what? 0.7 seconds! Ah, <laughs> uh, Wonderful. That's that was game one. We got a few of them more this season. We'll catch we'll catch the Dukies on their turf, and it'll be fun. Hopefully, I get a chance because I'm going to North Carolina in a week and a half or so. I'm trying to go to a game in Chapel Hill, so I'd love to see that shit. There you go. That's a that's a legendary place. Yeah, man, go watch my Tar Heels get it done. I don't really care who wins. They can lose. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> The ceiling, is, the ceiling is the roof. Yes. All right. Who's starting off? Well, we have to have to let everybody know that we have to like, share, subscribe, and get those notifications. That's great, man. Yeah, that's uh, great. Go ahead. Like, share, subscribe, and hit the bell. Yeah. But, um... Shouts out to all the supporters. Shouts out to all the um um what is it? The streaming services that we are linked to. Follow me on Instagram. That's breezy B-R-E-E-Z-Y underscore underscore B-I-L-L-Z. Follow me on Twitter. That's at Breezy5X. Shout out to the Triple B's chat. Had my guy Menace on here for the Chalk Talk. Make sure y'all check out the Chalk Talk when it goes up. And there's more of them to come. That sneakers, sneakers one was the one, man. That was the one. And shout out to the guys, man. Shout out to having the full five and full effect, even though we was cut short. Shout out to it, man. All right, Anthony. Go, MB- go NBA. We coming back. NBA is <laughs> I love this game. <laughs> yeah, like, share, subscribe. Follow me on Instagram, Enoch313. Follow me on Twitter, DarkTerra96. Um, again, you know, we do this every week. Y'all keep us breathing. We love y'all. I know y'all love me more than those guys, but and I thank y'all. Um, so much for that. And yeah, we'll see y'all next week for a better show. Like we do every single week. We get better every week and that's what we do. Speak on it. Hey James, can you can you shed some light 
on uh, how the Triple B's chat felt about Anthony's take last week. Oh. <laughs> Before Anthony starts telling lies about how no. everybody like loves him more than exactly. everybody. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Uh, what is it? Somebody literally, their words were, I want to fight this dude. <laughs> And they don't know you. And then they said, who said that? They said, I don't know, man. It's the dude that's the Raiders fan. <laughs> yo, one of them said, yo, Breezy, he was being nice. He said 14-6. Somebody said 18-4, 18-2, sorry, um, 18-2. And then somebody said 20-0 sweep, and that's me being respectful. So. Look at this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, man. I told you. That's, he's a and these are not Hove Hove fans like that. I mean, we got some Hove Avengers in this world, but he doesn't have enough bullets in the gun. I'm sorry. I, uh, I don't think it'll be that hard for me to find two fans. So yeah, I'll, I'll get back to you on that one. Doesn't have enough bullets in the gun. I'm sorry. He has plenty of bullets in the gun. Yeah, lucky yeah. I didn't have enough. Yeah, lucky I didn't have enough time, or we didn't have enough time for me to address. The bull that you and Roz was spewing in the chat versus that that Nas and Hove argument, and I didn't want to entertain it because me I didn't want to entertain it because me being the music guy in this chat, I could have nullified all the you're stuff. You're not the music guy. You're calling it bull. I am the the music no, guy. No, you're not. Trust me, I am the music guy. You the music chat. guy? No, you're not. You calling it bull? You are not. I just want you to say on record again, Anthony. That the black album was trash. I just want to yeah, hear please you, say that. I just want please to say hear that. you say that. That's all I want to hear. Because it's tough talk when you're typing it. I want to hear those words. I will say that when you address someone else who says Stillmatic was trash. Stillmatic is Stillmatic not is a great trash. album. It's a tra- it's not a good yeah. album. Stillmatic is trash. It's Stillmatic is trash. You said you would take Illmatic. It was written in Stillmatic. Stillmatic is trash. If you want to take Stillmatic and you compare it to all of his other albums and you only could pick three or four songs out of it, four songs out of a twelve to fifteen song album is Thank a you. D. Thank you. Thank you. That is a D. I Sorry. literally, I literally to 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 spread out. Like, Stillmatic more, is trash. <laughs> to, to get more behind baseball, I literally the day after the pod last week, I literally re-listened to all of so, Stillmatic. So apparently, all, all of these it. all these hip hop sites that have Stillmatic is one of the greatest hip hop albums of all time. Where? Where? Know what they're talking about. Oh, oh, oh! Y'all want me to bring links? All it's one of the oh, greatest oh, hip hop albums of all time. Stillmatic is trash. Stillmatic is one of the greatest hip hop albums of all time. Yes, Stillmatic. Name- Name this. I know it has Illmatic in it, but Stillmatic is one of the greatest hip hop albums ever. Real Dude, quick, if you, let, let, I'm telling you right now because apparently yeah. I'm making this stuff. You go on almost every major greatest of albums of all time list, you will see Illmatic, Stillmatic, and it was written. Listen, I'm if I'm lying, you, I'll show you the links. I don't what care the, about. Okay, links. oh, so you're saying it's Ask on the list? Where is it on the list? I don't hmm? care about the list Where is either because all of them is subjective. All of them are subjective. Listen, I, I will put this. Listen, listen, this. listen, James. I'll put this on everything I love, and I, I am not trolling when I say this. I didn't hear Mike say this, but I'm just going to speak for you and Dylan. Y'all are the first two people, and I swear on everything I love, to say that Stillmatic is trash. Y'all are the fine. first two people I've ever met in my life to say that. 
That is I'm fine. St- I'm still in shock by the fact that y'all saying is correct. I have never in my life ever heard human beings. Question. What? I answered. What's the question? question? I let you go. My question was: Name your songs of Fistulmatic that are classics. One mic. Uh huh. Got yourself a gun. Rewind. Uh-huh. Destroy uh-huh. and rebuild. Rewind. That's a classic. I mean, it's a great. Well, rewind is a classic. It's a good song, but it's a classic, right? Okay, so you said one mic, destroy and rebuild. One mic, got your um, rewind, destroy and rebuild. Hmm. Ether was on there too. Okay, I give you ether. So you got one mic, ether, got yourself a gun, and rewind. Okay. I said destroy and rebuild. Okay. The man's a classic track. The the sample that says you're the man. That's it? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I would say Yeah, I would say those are like certified classics. All right. So I give you three classic songs off of that album. The other ones are side B's. And if you're going six tracks off of the amount of songs that is on that album, you tell me what your grade is. How many al- how many songs are on that album? 14. It's like 13 or 14? 14, 14, 14. songs. Oh, okay. So six. Not even half. It's barely half. The rest are very good. They're not. They're good. It's a good album. It's not a great album. It's trash comparatively speaking to. So why? Why? But my thing is, uh, James. Wait. So answer this. Answer this question. Why is that album credited with reviving Nas's career after Nostradamus? Because of Ether. But what happened? No, no, no. The album. No, not Ether. The album. Why was the album credited? Not the album. Yes, it was. It's the no, two no, 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 bro. If you take if you got you at, a gun and no, ether that the album, rece- literally the reception when Still Magic came out, they literally said that album, not just ether, that album was credited for reviving Nas's career after I Am came out. But after I Am and Nostradamus, which are two of his more weaker albums after it was written, came out, they said Nas was dropping off. He was putting out pop songs like You Owe Me and shit like that. And people were like, what the hell is this? He came and, and then Jay-Z, Jay-Z missed him. Jay-Z were a fire under him. Nas blew Jay-Z out the water and then came out with Still Matter. That not only, is regard, and not only is regarded as a classic, it literally was regarded as the album that revived Nas' career when he was falling Let off. You. Let me answer you. The right. reason why that's, that album is considered the album to revive his career is because the two songs that are on that album was going against the quote unquote best rapper in the game at that time. And he won that battle, which is got yourself a gun and ether. You that take doesn't make any sense. You're, you're based, but that you is, can't base the album off two songs. Take those two, if you take those two songs off of the album, I guarantee you that album is not nowhere regarded as a classic. You named you would name one song besides that, and the other ones will be side B's. And then what are you the have side? a whole. And the, all right, so even what are the side B songs on Stillmatic? You named them. 
You named them, and then you didn't name the other seven songs. Well, go name na- <laughs> what are the side these songs? So if you so if you name three song um, big hit records that are radio driven, and then you name three songs that only um real fans will know, and then you don't name seven other songs. What is that album regarded as? That's not a great album, bro. It's not a great album. It's not a great album. If you got three radio songs and two of them are battle songs, come on, man. One Mike's on. regard is one of the greatest hip-hop songs. One Mike is a great song. It is a so great is song. That is a classic. Ether is a classic. And um, Got Yourself a Gun is a classic. But why are those two songs classics? Why? Thank you. I thought it was a good album. <laughs> Nomadic is a good album. I thought it was a really good like, album. I thought it was a really put, good album. For you to put your three versus J- Hove's three and have Stillmatic as this the end all be all, the one that's going to kill You should take off Stillmatic. You should take off Stillmatic and put King's Disease in replace of that. It's a better body of work and better amount of songs because, because if you take off still, if you take off, got yourself a gun and ether. That song is that album is mediocre. That's my point. Those those two songs have so much power Which is behind. Exactly them. why I said Kingdom Come versus Stillmatic. <laughs> exactly why I said Kingdom. Why Come did Rise leave early? <laughs> What's the matter? Twitter fingers, where you at, bro? I'll, I'll, again, I'm going to just. I'm not on Twitter. I'm going to get back to my point. <laughs> I need to hear you say the Black Album is trash. Yeah, that, please. That I need to hear. That, <laughs> because that, that take right there was just it's horrible. That's an awful take. That's an awful take. Yeah, the Black That's Album a is trash. Awful take. That's a god awful take. Uh, I, I apologize. That that That's not a very good thing. So, that's a so terrible good, take. That was a good album, Anthony. That's what you're saying. No, it's still not a good album. I, I didn't like he, it. He's only being a troll now because we. Said I, I'm not. I'm not being trash. a troll. I didn't like the yes, album. You are. I There's, didn't like the album. But you like Stillmatic. Oh, so, see, here, here's here's what's here. You want to know what's trolling? But you like Stillmatic. Wait, huh? Wait, wait, Dylan. Dylan. But Dylan. Black Dylan. Album. I, I'm a troll for not liking the black album, but you're not a troll for not liking Stillmatic. Do you I know? I said Stillmatic is good. I don't think it's you, as good as you're making out to be. I literally just re-listened to Stillmatic, all 14 tracks. So my opinion is literally fresh in my mind, and I stick by Stillmatic not being as good as you think it is. You, I think. That's all. Like, here's what I think you did. You said, "Hold right? on, let me, let me, let me." You've listened. You've, 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 you've been able to dive in and delve into music. Hold on, down, down. So let me. Music, let, and let then let your opinions be formed. By subjective lists, no, that has no. I've listened to a lot, a lot of Nas's body of work, for a lot of Nas's body work not being great. So we're going to talk no, about yeah. Stillmatic resurrecting yeah. Nas's career. <laughs> Nas after Stillmatic didn't do shit. Oh God! So Godson wasn't a good album. It was an okay album. Hip Hop is Dead wasn't a good album. It was a solid album. 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 None of this compares to Untitled any of wasn't Jay's a good discography. Album. Your point was trying to say <laughs> that Nas's discography blows Jay's out the water. I just, I never said you that. You did say that. You said you I never take said Nas's discography, discography over Hov's discography, and you're crazy. You're I never crazy. said that. You I never did. said that. I, when I'm editing this, I'm going to go back to the group chat. I'm going to <laughs> screenshot it. I'm putting it in 
right here at two hours and 38 minutes. I'm putting it right there. And you said you would take Nas's discography over Hov's discography. And you're a fucking psychopath. I didn't say that, but I, that's what I said. I didn't say it was going to blow Jay-Z's discography. I didn't say that. You said it's better. Yeah, I said it's, it's, I said it's better. In what world is Nas's discography better? That's like saying Eminem's discography is better than Jay's. It's not. It's not, that it's not that a bad. wonderful chalk talk. This sounds like a bad. wonderful chalk talk. I, I won't disrespect Nas by saying his, his body work is as bad as Eminem's. But that's like a crazy thing. That's a legitimate really? crazy like thing. Let's not forget his his recent run that he's on right now. I, no, I, I applaud Nas's recent run. But if we're going off of the body of work up until we get here, it doesn't touch Jay's. It doesn't. It doesn't touch Jay. So no. then let me ask you a question. Do you think who has do you think Jay's first two albums are better than Nas's first two albums? No, but I think Nas's first two albums are two of the greatest albums ever. I will give you that. But if you're comparing everything to those first two albums, which I will do because those are excellent albums, everything after that has not been up to par. But you could say the same thing about Jay Z though. Jay Z's albums are more consistent. Oh, that's not true. So, oh, wait, huh. Jay Z's albums what, are more consistent. What has Jay Z put out that's on level of reasonable doubt? If that's not true, what can you the say Black that Jay Z has put out that is just as good as reasonable doubt? The Black the album. album. The Black album four, is just four, as good four, as reasonable doubt. Four, four, four. Four, 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 four is just as good as reasonable doubt. Blueprint. Yes. The, the Blueprint's just as good as reasonable doubt. The Blueprint that people have cited for lazy ass lyrics. And I say people because if I say I'm a troll. Who no, but here, this is where I go back to how you form your opinions. Your opinions uh, are formed off of subjective takes taken on people. Who so subjective takes? Yes. I no, listen to lazy, the blueprint. I listen to all the subjective take. More than you have doing. I listen to what And how do you know you that? Have. And how do you know that? I know that. You do? <laughs> I know you that. You don't know what my whole high school was. My high school. Do you know what my whole high school, school was? You we were in the same class. No, we weren't. Yes, we were. No, we weren't. Yes, we were. What, what year did you graduate? The same year you did. No, you didn't. You don't even know what year I graduated. <laughs> uh, all we I knew did, this. All I did my whole sophomore, junior, and senior year of high school was I'd come to school in my Kevin Durant, Oklahoma City Thunder, Skull Candy over the headphone that I'll uh, plug in. My, my big ass skull candy headphones and skull i would do nothing but listen to nas's whole discography hove's whole discography tribe called quest whole discography wu-tang clan's whole discography oh my god i, I understand i'm not saying you did but for you to say you listen to something more than me without even knowing what my background is on listening to music is in one incredibly irresponsible for you to try to make an argument about it it makes you super uneducated thinking i know nothing about I, rap music. I didn't say you know nothing. What you did. I you said I. You said uh, you know more than me. You don't know that. But I didn't you say you know don't nothing. Know that. I didn't say and you know nothing. I also have a better, a, a deeper background in music than you do. Seeing but how you I said still have, how track. I have fifteen all, all, years of being an actual musician, composition, and music theory <laughs> under my belt that I guarantee you don't. So I was please talk to me about composition. <laughs> And, and music for all that, and you want. said Stillmatic was trash. Bill. Stillmatic is not as good of an album as you think it is. So, Dylan, let me ask you a question: Do you think still do you think more people would say Stillmatic's a better album than Black Album, or the other way around? The other way around, but you're gonna go ahead and pull out some backpack nerds fucking ranking on Stillmatic and use that as gospel. 
<laughs> I'm not. Here's I don't need to do that. Here's the thing. Nas fans hey. will defend Nas to every length of the earth. And I understand that just how M fans will defend M to every length of the earth. I get it. But you can't be subjective in this argument because it's you not subjective. These, are, these aren't even not than the other. You, you assume that I have to go to Nas I can literally go to. I'm a massive Nas it. fan. I'm a massive Nas fan. And I think you are just. Just well, you're the first national non-stand I met who doesn't you think Stomatic is that good. I don't think it's I don't think it's great. It's a good album. Every it's massive Nas fan I knew has said Stomatic is black. And and so most I, massive Nas fans are doing this to Nas. <laughs> like that's crazy. Oh, that's crazy. That's gonna have to be edited out. Yeah. That's an absolute crazy <laughs> thing that Nas fans do. They constantly do that. I because Nas it. beat beat Jay Z in the in the in the battle, I get that. That doesn't mean everything Nas has ever done is unbelievable. Oh no, I, I'm not. I'm not saying that Nas has some bad albums. Nas a, has some bad, bad He has not a bunch of not good albums. I wouldn't say a bunch, but he has a few bad albums. Okay, let's not I'm sit here and act like two. You're gonna sit here and say just two. I know he has. He doesn't have just two. I I want to. I feel like this is really taking on a life of its, own, of its own and want to do a chalk talk with this. But I'm also so curious and want to dig deeper on this now because I'm I'm still hung up on the Black Album's not a good album. Like, I, I can't get... Like, so for you, you to say you, that... Wait, wait, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. So, is Moment of Clarity not a good song? What was that? Is Moment of Clarity not a good song? I said it's not a good album. I didn't say I hate every song in that so album. So we're, we're breaking down the track list like we did for this Still is Mad. What I, Moment listen, of Clarity is not is, a good song? This is Wait, what I'd talking? like to do. This is I what I'd like I've been discredited. Do. I'm insulted. Are you, are you guys able to hear me clear? Yeah. yeah. This is what I'd like to do. You know how we do these watch parties and stuff like that where we record? I'd like to do, I'd like to challenge Anthony to a stream yard versus of 20 songs. Oh. JT versus Nas. Ooh. I'd like where, where you play your song, I play my song, and we post it and see what people say. I am very down for this. I accept the challenge on one condition. Oh, here we go. He's going to say you can't play songs off of a certain album. <laughs> That's exactly what he's going to say. He's like, you can't play this song, this song, or this song. You can't play anything that's going to be an obvious advantage. No, nothing by Beyonce. Nothing by Kanye US. Nothing Kanye produced. Is the that's exactly what I was gonna say. No, that's actually not what I was gonna say. Are we betting food? Yeah, sure, sure. All right. What is your choice? Uh, and when is it due? Let's give your time. I'll give you. Let you pick the time frame. Anthony likes to wait when... on bets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Super Bowl, uh, Super Bowl and Val- Super Bowl and All Star Weekend is too close for you. Yeah, your I got game. bills to pay. Man. A lot of town, so to I'll let you. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll let you give the time frame. Uh, I want a small two topping pizza. Uh huh. Gotta <laughs> buy. Like, yeah, yeah, that's fine. A two topping pizza. Small. Gotta buy small wi- two topping. 
You gotta buy wings for the for the chat. I hope it's an eight piece. You gotta buy wings for the chat. Okay, how how much? Wings for the chat. How many yeah. wings? All right, so I'll just get an eight piece. I'll tell y'all motherfuckers to split that shit. That's not. That's that's not. Uh, I mean, I, I'll get it. I'll get it. Um, a very realistic number. Maybe a thirty. You know that might work a little low, a little light thirty piece for the chat. Tag is really expensive. It might be fifteen dollars, twenty dollars. It's not expensive, and you can pick the most expensive pizza parlor for your two tops and pizza. Make sure you order it from Pepe's New Haven, <laughs> which is the best yeah, pizza, by the way. It's not Sally's is, but we could have that argument later. You are too. right. You are right. No, you're right. You're right. It's not, it's between Sally's and Pepe's and some parties. It don't matter. They're one, two, and three. Doesn't matter to me. However, you want to put the order. But two top and for you, 30 piece for the chat for me. You pick a time and a date that you want to do this, and we'll allow the we'll let you in the chat depend on when these needs to be divvied up. After. Okay. All right. Wow. My turn to say goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> oh damn, we didn't even finish that. We didn't even finish. I'm po- I'm podcast poppy. I've been incredibly discredited for my musical taste and my musical background by this man Anthony. Uh little does he know I actually does this shit, and he just tried to pick a fight with a guy who knows what the fuck he's talking about. Because <laughs> put, me, put me back to all four, please. Put me back to all four, please. No, I'm sorry. One of these things just doesn't belong here, and he's treating me like so. I will always treat you. Things just doesn't belong here. The fact that you feel so comfortable about your take on Stillmatic is hilarious. The fact that you feel so comfortable about your take on Stillmatic, I'm sorry, it's hilarious. You're treating me this way because I'm not black. What? He discredited my rap take because I'm not <laughs> That's why he discredited my rap take. Oh, no. I'm calling racism. I just, oh. Me and James just went at it for like the past 10 minutes. Because, because y'all are black. And you took his opinion and you ran with it and you just tried to completely discredit me. We, we and just disagree. Me and James just disagree with each other. Why did you why didn't you tell him you listen to more music than he does? <laughs> Wait, what? Oh why no. did you tell him you listen oh, to more no. Nas than he does? Oh, oh. why oh, did you no. tell him that? Oh no. Hmm? Oh. No. You shot <laughs> <laughs> We are literally we are literally battling because we disagree with each other's taste. Why didn't you discredit James? We are literally battling. <laughs> We are, we are literally battling. You didn't discredit James. <laughs> oh. Ladies man. and gentlemen, if you never experienced racism, this is a live look at it. Oh, man. Oh, this my is God. It. Oh. Do we need a Rooney oh, Rule for the pod? I need a section uh, yes. to talk about music because uh. I'm not allowed to because Anthony doesn't think I'm black enough. Oh, my God. I got God. to the chalk talk to stay black, Anthony. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and weak. here you are. I am weak. And here you are. I am weak. Discrediting my musical background. <laughs> I'm an artist, you fuck. Shout out to Nazir Jones. Musician. Shout out to Nazir Jones. Many Jim. years. 15 years. 
a musician, listen to music my whole life, breaking down composition, that. fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> Racist. <laughs> it's not the same. Oh, but music God. is a language, and apparently I can't speak that language. Like and subscribe. Podcast Poppy. Thank you all listeners, all the subscriber. Uh, fuck Anthony. Make sure we uh, let Anthony know that uh, it's always fuck Anthony. It's always been to- fuck Tom Brady. It's fuck Anthony. Because I'm not black enough. Appreciate you all. Love you all. We move on. Wow. Well, that is a <laughs> tough way for me to have to follow up. But uh, I'll, I'll take a whip at it. Uh, thank you to everyone for listening. Like we've already stated, you can follow the cues, like, share, subscribe, hit the notification button. Uh, follows were all over on Anchor, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, uh, Real Podcasts. Uh, just follow us. All the listens, we can take all of them. Uh, we thank you for listening. We have a lot, a lot coming at you guys in the next month or so. We'll touch on that more next week. Um, for now, follow me on the socials. IAM underscore MBJ on all the socials. Follow the Speak On It podcast on all the socials. And um, yeah, for the guys, uh, we will be back after the Superb Owl game. We will have a winner. We have this stamp. 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 Joe Burke. One of them will be will be right, <laughs> and uh, this I promise you, this is not the last you have heard of this Nas Jay Z argument. And with no, that, we go, we're gonna settle it. We we, we will be revisit this, and have, yeah, go ahead, Jay. Before Can we you sign up, Anthony is doing this. <laughs> <laughs> this I, I is lie. great. This I is lie. great. This is great. Discrimination. I am. I am a. <laughs> A avid Nas fan as well because Micah tell you too even when Life is Good came out I love Life I, is Good I was, bl- I was blasting Life is Good for years and I was like yo Mike that Life is Good album is fire and it's on repeat and he was like Life is Good Nas man this whole just came out and I was like Life, Life is, is good, good bro Yeah, I'm talking about they call me old lose son now is Nas' father. I was the good seed. He was the wise father. I mean, I know these lyrics. I know these lyrics. I know Nas's catalog. So, all right, it's cool. When we do it, it we'll see. Daughters is also a super underrated song. Yeah, very underrated, especially as a father. Yeah, man. But I don't know anything. The greatest message right, in the Anthony? world. <laughs> I don't know anything. God's good oh. is back. Makes us have precious. Why didn't you girl. discredit James, uh-huh. Anthony? <laughs> We are literally battling. You, you told me that I didn't listen to more music. That you listen to more music than me. Why did Close you not change it? Let's just shut it down. I'm shutting it down. Why did you know? <laughs>